0: Through the magic of the heart, we will continue to find ourselves. Aloha, shifters, light guardians, dreamers within this beautiful holographic matrix. Welcome back once again for another inspirational team podcast presented here on behalf of Paradigm Shift Central, a portal for inspirational conscious media and creators and leaders. Thank you so much for joining in with us once again. Tonight's topic is going to be a very special one, a very heartfelt one, one definitely in theme with cancer season. Tonight's topic is going to be about the spiritual lessons of relationships relationships. And love. So, thank you again, everyone, so much for joining in. And of course, I am joined here by some fellow amazing creators, some fellow amazing shifters. So, fellow shifters who are here with us in the broadcast, go ahead and gently unmute your microphones and send some noise out to all the people out there. Send some love. So, go ahead, everybody, make some noise, unmute your microphone. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining in on whatever platform you happen to be on and just making sure everybody's muted there. Perfect. All right. So again, for those of you who are tuned in on YouTube, do me a favor, just drop a quick 1111 on the chat to be able to confirm that you guys can hear us. Okay. For those of you on Instagram, click the link in my profile to join in on YouTube. For those of you on Facebook, you can join in on YouTube as well. If this is your first time here, a quick introduction. Again, we do these podcasts live every Thursday at 8 p.m. EST. The objective of these podcasts is to be able to practice coming together as a team, to be able to practice having conscious conversations that we don't normally always get a chance to have, to be able to help expanding our consciousness, to be able to help sharing wisdom and experience, to be able to inspire each other as we continue to ripple these waves out, as we continue to cultivate mindfulness and continue to deepen the relationship with the magic of our heart. So like I said, today's broadcast is definitely relevant. Uh, It's officially cancer season. Woohoo! crab energy yeah uh being a cancerian myself this is uh something that's uh, obviously like i don't know i get pretty excited about it i guess i don't know it's a great opportunity of the year to be able to like really tap into the feels, to tap into our feelings to connect with our heart and so it really was just something where I'm like, okay, what's this broadcast going to be this week? And I knew this was going to be a topic coming up in the near future. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is it. This is it. This is the week that we're going to do it. And I think it's something that's definitely uh, within the collective energies for the uh, for for everyone, for the community right now. So thank you again, everyone, for joining in. And so again, what we're going to do, we're going to start off with a little micro meditation and then we're going to start off into the conversation and then we'll pass the talking stick around and then we'll go for about two hours. If the audio is a little bit... Out- of sync at the beginning of this broadcast please forgive us it will be resolved as we go and again quick thank you to our patreon supporters who help make this broadcast possible you can see on youtube uh, on that corner the information for the patreon goal as well as the link our patreon is where is a place where you can support the broadcast we do and the bigger project with monthly micro contributions plus when you sign up at the leading member level of 11 dollars a month you can join on air for our team podcast and have access to our private community space as one of our leading members as part of our team of conscious creators so thank you again to our patreon supporters and if anybody wants to sign up for the patreon during this broadcast we'll be sure to give you a shout out as we roll through it so thank you again everyone make sure you're subscribed like this video on youtube etc etc you know what to do but more more importantly just allow yourself to sit back relax open your heart and whatever comes through this broadcast may continue to serve and inspire you so let's take a moment here to drop into this meditation So for everybody here, just take a brief moment to be able to just close your eyes. And as you listen to my voice, just begin to bring awareness to your breath. Deep, gentle inhales through the nose and soft, gentle exhales. Just bring yourself into the space of gratitude, visualizing all of us right now, just sitting in a circle, you can imagine us sitting in a circle inside of a very cute yoga studio or somewhere very sacred. You can imagine us like sitting outside in a field underneath the sun, whatever works. We're just taking a moment here to visualize all the amazing people. As you look around this circle, you see the people who are speaking on the podcast. You see those of us who are tuned in. And just being reminded of the community, of the team that we are building, of the story that we are weaving, supporting each other as sacred mirrors, allowing us to be able to create a sacred space to share our wisdom, to be able to share our hearts. So just take a moment here to express your gratitude to all the amazing people and just feel that gratitude being received in return. Just take a moment here. I'm going to stop talking. Just allow yourself to just breathe in this moment and just be in this place, in this moment of oneness, whatever you want to call it. Just allow yourself to be here now. Go ahead. Beautiful, And as you're in this moment, just go ahead and speak some words of kindness to all the people who are here within your heart. And just allow yourself to receive any messages as well. Beautiful. And gently from here, carrying this vibration with us through the broadcast of family, of camaraderie, of unity gently when you're ready open up your eyes and return your awareness to the beautiful space around you awesome sweet all right so with that said, let's get right into this discussion. So thank you again everyone for being here as we start off. I just want to give a huge shout out and special note to the people who are joining us here today on this broadcast. We have myself, Brendan, aka Mystic Spider-Man on TikTok and Instagram. We've got Rachel. We have Chris. You guys, I guess you guys can like wave. sure. it's so like, dude, hello. Do some like queen waves. We got we got Rachel, we got Chris. Uh, we got Camilla, one of our newer leading members. We have Ashley, we have Danny, we have Car yeah. And we have Kristen, and we also have Erica. So, for any of the any of the creators that are here on the broadcast, any of the fellow leading members, you'll be able to connect with them further through the information in the YouTube notes. So, uh, keep an eye open for that. And also, you can find their links as they post them into the YouTube chat. So, for everybody here, if you guys are ready to get into this broadcast, drop another 1111 in the chat, and please feel free to add your comments as we go. You are part of this discussion for those of you in the YouTube chat, and please feel free to like invite your friends. If you guys want, you guys can like sign simultaneously go live on other platforms and post the YouTube link in your profile. You can do whatever you feel called to do to be able to help invite more people in. And thank you again everyone for being a part of this team. So, as we move into this again, what is our intention? Our intention is really to be able to share the wisdom that that we have acquired, that we have collectively gained. And I think that's one of the most beautiful things about being a human is that there's there's a lot of things that, you know, you can you can learn about you can read about you can watch documentaries about but i think when it comes to love when it comes to relationships the deepest and most meaningful way to learn is by living is to go through it and so moving into this moving into this discussion again you know the spiritual lessons of relationships and love we're going to be talking about relationships in a variety of forms. You know, this can be relationships that can be both romantic, they can be platonic, but within this dynamic, it's going to give us an opportunity to share, you know, what have been the things that we have learned? What have been, what have been the things that have even sort of been, you know, Things that might've been challenging for us. What have been the things that have been the most exciting for us? So I'll just start off first. And again, this is purely just practice. That is the intention of this Synergy Circle is really to just be able to practice. There's very few notes written ahead of time. So from my heart, I will say that a lot of my lessons have been learned as a result of the of relationships that i've been through specifically romantic relationships which all things considered for me hasn't really been a heck of a lot like i didn't really officially like start like i didn't have my first like official relationship probably until i was like 21 22 but without needing to get into details i can say that for me Some of my like most powerful transformational growth has been as a result of like ending relationships and the breakup of relationships and then the learning process of being able to heal myself and transform myself into that next stage of who I am. And at the same time, being in relationships has always been something that I've just been so blessed with, like in the sense that What I love about relationships, and I'll just speak on this briefly and then we'll pass the talk and stick around, is that when you are in relationships, especially again, kind of like the romantic relationships, what I love is kind of like, having that mirror for you to be able to see more of yourself through. And I think that's the beauty of what relationships do because when you're by yourself, you get to know yourself, you get to see who you are, but until you have that other person, there's certain parts of yourself that you don't really get to see because it's in those little moments that you get to see how you respond without even overthinking, you know? And that's the thing that I love. I guess like I'm just kind of like a romantic person at heart, but with like any of my partners, my girlfriends in the past and everything like that, It's always been kind of like those little moments where like without even planning anything, like something just really genuine would come through me. Like I would say something really meaningful or it would be those moments where we're just like sitting in a really like intimate place and we're really just connecting and it's this heart to heart expression. And then after it happens, I look back and I'm like, whoa, like. I'm really proud of how I showed up there. Like I'm almost like, it almost like surprises me. It's like, whoa, like who was that? Like, but, but it was me, it was me. And it was literally just me being myself. So again, I think relationships teach us a lot. Uh, They teach us about how to be able to support people in a variety of forms. And we can talk a lot about that. Um, We can talk a lot about, I'll just set things up. We can talk a lot um, from my understanding of what like true love is or deep love. And I'll I'll talk more about that later. Uh, We can talk a little bit about the dynamics of like like the twin flame soulmate. We can just kind of like help demystify that because I know that's a topic a lot of people are interested in. And again, you know, just hitting upon this last thing here and then we'll pass the talk instagram for me being in a being in a relationship has always been a spiritual experience and it's not just because of the the things that are easy, but it's actually because of the things that are challenging. Because when you're in a relationship, it really puts you into this place where it gives you the opportunity to to really consciously reflect on what it is that you're moving towards. What are you creating? What do you want out of this? And not just what do you want out of this, but what do you want to co-create with that person? What do you want to give? And so for me, I think that Through the lessons of relationships and love, it has helped me understand how to be able to support in a variety of ways that are very, very humbling. And it has helped me dissolve my ego. It has helped me move through blockages of like jealousy um, and like resentment and things like that. And again, it's inspired me. It's called me into a better version of myself simply by wanting the best uh, for my partners. So, obviously, a lot to talk about. But of course, we'll pass the talk and stick around. And again, from here, I just want to be able to invite you guys to literally just kind of talk on the specifics of the topic. What have been some of the some of the lessons, some of the spiritual lessons that you have learned through relationships and love? So. Who would like to go first, go ahead and just gently put your hand up like this, and I will pass it over to whoever would like to go next. And I know Rachel and Chris, if you guys even want to go next, um, they actually had a discussion earlier on Tuesday in the week, and it was another uh, discussion that they had facilitated through a Zoom meeting called Conscious Conversations. And they can tell you a bit about this. Um, And it was kind of cool because synchronistically, Chris and I were talking about this, like neither of us planned this, but we both had the discussion topic like, Planned ahead of time, and we're like, what? Like, we're doing, like, their topic was literally about healthy relationships. So, we're, we both kind of had this collective hive mind thing that we were tapped into. Um, so, if one of you guys wants to go first, or even just kind of passing it back to the two of us, I'd love to kind of hear what came through from that but at the same time even just starting off you know from your own experience what have been some of the lessons uh that you have learned as a result of relationships and love so if one of you wants to go first just put your hand up and i'll pass it over to you and then we'll keep passing the talk and stick around so who would like to go first if uh chris or rachel chris sure yeah chris okay cool all right chris go right ahead dude welcome and thank you so much for being here
1: yeah, you know, thank you for having me again. Like, it's always such a pleasure to be a part of these Synergy Circle discussions, like, you know, with so many other really beautiful people and like, you know, hearing what everyone else has to say about, you know, whatever topic it is that we're discussing for the week. And yeah, like, you know, going into kind of going off of what you were saying uh, at first, with just like the idea that we both kind of came up with like a similar topic for you know, what the discussion would be about for each of our respective kind of, you know, mine being like, you know, the conscious conversation, you know, just what I chose to name, like the coming together on Zoom and stuff like that. And, you know, your synergy circle discussion, like, you know, being like all about kind of, yeah, like, you know, like healthy relationships, like in one way or another, or just kind of about relationship dynamics. And yeah, the title of mine was, uh, it was like healthy relationship dynamics. So like, you know, I went and I printed out like a lot of things that were just, was just getting into the idea of relationship um, dynamics as a whole and it was um and so even even before i go go into that though like it's like i feel like you know just the the fact that like you know i was like called into doing the topic on relationship dynamics like you know like it is like you were saying like that hive mind kind of thing but also just like yeah like really asking kind of like you know what what is needed you know like right now or like you know like what what has been coming up for me within my life and yeah like what do i feel called to kind of make the topic about and like what can be really helpful for people like you know like right now especially i feel like when we may be dealing with sometimes like you know some uncomfortable relationship dynamics with the current situation living situation that we are within or you know like really feeling the tension from whatever like a romantic relationship that we may be within and i guess that that was kind of something that came up in the topic of in my like a uh, discussion was all about how you know like relationships are like everywhere all around us and that it's not just like you know like romantic relationships but really like you know it's like oftentimes like the relationship dynamic that we have with our parents really comes into like shaping you know how we show up in romantic relationships and like you know how what we seek within other people because maybe we didn't get as a child like you know so maybe we seek that kind of validation or approval or you know like a uh, Alternatively, like, yeah, like, you know, we tried to have power over other people in relationships and stuff like that. So a lot of things that came up, like, you know, within the within the conversation were, you know, just, like, ideas of, you know, like, conditional love versus, you know, unconditional love and, you know, like, you know, having expectations versus, you know, like, no expectations, you know, like, they need to control, like, the other person versus, like, you know, having, like, the trust. And yeah you know just like a lot of different things yeah i'm thinking of secrecy versus you know the honesty and openness which like you know is really like a touchstone to a um a healthy relationship dynamic and i'm like reading from this chart so yeah like i like sent you earlier on in the day today There was this like really beautiful um chart that like we kind of um were referring to over the course of our discussion which like had to do with like the difference between like 3d 3d relationships or you know like and you know 40 relationships and just kind of this idea that like you know one coming from this place of maybe like separation versus the other one you know being all about like you know integration every everything and everyone being connected and you know that being the dynamic between you know like maybe the relationship being one of secrecy versus this like total honesty and openness and it was just like really cool to look at you know the different dynamics between kind of like you know like uh just like what it speaks about. So like, you know, for example, like, you know, with the relationship of kind of, that can be one of secrecy, you know, like withholding information from my partner and from myself, you know, like with secrecy, my partner never gets to know who I truly am. And it keeps me separated from the greater portion of myself as well, you know, versus like total honesty with my partner, with honesty, my partner gets to know who I truly am. And it means like, you know, honesty means being 100% who I truly am. And, you know, it's not like withholding um, a comment or information just to avoid hurting the partner or to control the relationship. So like, you know, it's to, um, I can never really know or predict what will hurt another or how they will react to my honesty. Therefore, I should stop assuming responsibility for the other person's emotions, growth and reactions, to my honest, non-manipula- non-manipulative communication. So I know I'm throwing a lot into the discussion, but it's just kind of like, you know, like this idea of like, you know, kind of a, uh, you know entering into relationships not with the idea of wanting to control the other person but or uh you know feel as though the other person is the one who is making you feel complete and i think that that definitely plays into a lot of you know the topics that you were talking about too with twin flames and everything and how i feel like sometimes like there's this misconception all about how um you know we um are, or it's like kind of a lack of feeling as though we are complete and whole in of ourselves and that other person is kind of like also a whole and complete person, you know, that is not completing us, but it's just like, you know, like being able to um add to, you know, like whatever it is that you already are. So it's just kind of like I feel like, you know, like it's that other that idea that, you know, it's kind of like this is like my other half and that like, you know, I need someone else versus like, you know, like I am able to like satisfy and fill my own needs for happiness by myself and it's kind of like you know it's not looking for that within the within the other person but like you know seeing that like you know like we can be whole and complete ourselves without having that other person because that creates these relationships of codependency where we feel like we need someone outside of ourselves to make ourselves happy and stuff versus like that person just kind of adding to The happiness that we already have and that we have already cultivated within ourselves in that state of balance that we can cultivate within ourselves so yeah i know i just like threw a lot of things onto the table but yeah there was so many things discussed within the um within the conversation that like it's so awesome i feel like you know like i can bring some of that like knowledge that that came up to the surface within that to, to this conversation so uh yeah i feel like um I'm not going to, I feel like I can at some point reflect more upon maybe some specific examples of relationship kind of dynamics within how it's playing out in my life. But I think for right now, I just wanted to address some of the things that came up in the conversation.
0: So Yeah with that being sort of past the talking stick back <laughs> awesome thanks thanks chris yeah that's a that's a good recap so again it's like two two discussions just kind of like synergized into one and now we'll, we'll, we'll keep building off that um rachel like if you did you want to go next rachel or do you want to wait you can you can wait rachel it's up to you uh well let's just check if anybody else is is ready to kind of jump in because again you know like i think just uh, I'll just I'll just talk here for a minute but somebody else just go ahead and put their fingers up and let me know if you're ready to go next uh, again you know part of the intention behind this broadcast and this discussion is to encourage healthy awareness healthy healthy perspectives on relationships and absolutely I think relationships are one of the things that like teach us how to grow the most and and sometimes they're like incredibly wrong incredibly real and incredibly triggering and these again these relationships are sacred mirrors and they will show us parts of ourselves, perhaps where we need to send more love right and I of talk about this in a TikTok video and and i know even a few of you have uh, i've also talked about this in other similar videos where again you know your relationship is basically a reflection of where you are at and i think that's kind of the thing with relationships is like you know you'll receive what you need not necessarily it will always be what you want and i'm sure and i'm sure people kind of have this experience in their own way where they might kind of go through a relationship and it may be kind of like exciting and everything at the start and they're kind of drawn in and there's that kind of gravitational pull um but then as they go things start coming to the surface and there's like "Mm," like this doesn't this isn't sitting well this isn't what i want Um, And then at that point, it's a great time to get curious, you know, and I think that's what what relationships are really great for. They're they're great for kind of like asking questions and just really getting clear on yourself and really just allowing yourself to be like honest about what it is that you value in a relationship, like in a way that's obviously not putting unrealistic expectations on a thing while still honoring the person for where they are at, you know, Um, because I think that's kind of one of the beautiful things with relationships is understanding that it's being able to love the person for who they are, not who you want them to be and i think that's where sometimes relationships will struggle they'll just be like oh like again this is this is where i i feel um a lot of people when they kind of go into relationships they have especially when we're younger We've kind of been trained into this conditioning and this mentality um, that you go into the relationship in order to be able to like specifically get something from it. Um, And not to say you don't get something from it, but if your whole approach to the relationship is like, what, like, what am I getting out of this? What do I'm receiving? What do I get? You know, sort of thing how is the partner meeting my needs that in itself can kind of lead to an unhealthy dynamic whereas again i think from my experience it's it's really really powerful when you can reach that degree of maturity to show up in a relationship um to be able to kind of like approach it from like what can i give how, how can i give to this person how can i support them and this is where you get into this like if you've ever really seen that picture, it's like, you know, two people with like flowers growing out of their head and they're like watering each other's heads. And it's like this really cute picture. And, and that's really what it should be. So again, you know, with relationships, they help us get really clear on what it is that we want. And one of the best pieces of advice that came to me was this idea that every relationship is getting us ready for the next one. And sometimes you'll go through a relationship and, and as it kind of evolves, things will come to the surface and you'll be like, Hmm, you know what? Like this, I don't like this like and and it's okay to say that like it's okay to say that and I think that's where relationships really teach us to be honest because I think sometimes again a big part of the discussion is like reprogramming our conditioning that society is kind of ingrained on us where you know people are just kind of like oh but like maybe he's super sexy and he's super cool so just keep going with it like it you'll you'll never get a better one than this and you're just like yeah, he's kind of insensitive and he doesn't really listen to me, but he's got a six pack. So I guess I should, eh. and we start creating these stories within our head. Right. Um, But again, you know, I think when we're in a relationship and if we notice something that pushes our button or triggers us, or we're just like, Oh, like that didn't sit right with me, you know, as we mature, developing clear communication is so valuable and so important because if you just let things, if you're just like, if you're just like, oh, you know, that kind of bugged me, but I'm not going to say anything. And then you don't say anything. And then it happens again. And you're just like, oh, I'm not going to say anything. And then it keeps happening. And then over time, you know, what can happen is like, there's like this like resentment that's built up and stuff like that. And then eventually things will just, you know, kind of like overflow and everything like that. So that's where I think when it comes to healthy relationships and and again, if our goal is to be able to approach a relationship to create it in the most healthiest dynamic way possible, opposed to just superficial and everything like that. Clear communication is so important. Um, But again, that also requires a degree of emotional maturity as well, that sometimes we're not always at. So we kind of have to go through the experience of not clearly communicating in order to be able to understand the importance of clearly communicating. And I'll just say one other thing real quick, and then I'll I'll pass it to whoever. So whoever wants to go next, again, just put your hand up real quick. Ashley, I'll pass it over to you. this was a big lesson for me. And I've talked about this before in a video I made like years and years and years ago. Um, and it's basically this idea that your heart will lead you to where you need to go, not necessarily to happiness. And so this is why, um, a lot of us will go through these experiences where we'll end up finding ourselves in a relationship with someone who, uh, doesn't fully compliment us, so to speak in order for us to be able to learn the lessons, in order for us to be able to get clarity on what it is that we do want. And in order for us to at sometimes go through suffering and hurt in order to be able to learn how to become like more resilient and transform ourselves and learn how to send ourselves more love. Um, So that's where, again, I say this idea that like the heart doesn't break, it only breaks open. And so it's like, as your heart breaks, you're actually feeling these parts in yourself where you can send more love. And if you really listen to that, if you really listen to that, again, that's like literally how you evolve uh, as a soul and then you kind of like get this new degree of this new this new paradigm of just like, "Oh, you know what? In my next relationship, being able to communicate emotions is something that I want." Like that's that's what I value, right? And then if you like if you say that, if you're just if you know it, then the universe will be like, "Okay, good. That's what we needed you to say. We needed to, we like needed you to be ready." And then again, you know, that next relationship will come. And and the last thing I'll just say, but not in detail. um, One of the best ways, and I made a video about this. One of the best ways to manifest like your ideal relationship is literally just to work on yourself. Uh, I'll explain this real quick. Where basically I, I, my understanding, which really makes sense is think of uh, the way how relationships work, think of it relative to vibration. So when, when two people are at a similar vibration, they will literally come together. Like they will match a frequency and they will come together. And so again, if your vibration is kind of like one, of, one that's kind of like lacking self-confidence and self-worth, and again, this could be a younger version of you, so to speak, then you'll attract someone that will literally echo that back to you, so to speak. And so what happens over time with relationships is that as people evolve through their life, your vibration will change. It literally shifts. It's called growing up, so to speak. And so this is what happens when two people come together because they have a shared frequency, but then eventually um, the a relationship will begin to break up. But I like to think of it as a term breaking through, where basically what's actually happening is that one person in the relationship or both, they're kind of shifting their frequency. And now it gets to the point where they're not actually on the same frequency and they just don't fully resonate. And it's something that sometimes it like it's almost kind of beyond words it's just like yeah i don't know i just i just don't feel the same spark pull whatever it is like it's almost beyond words but you can feel it right because it's like a vibrational thing and then again from that point what would happen if we as a culture were to start to adopt this maturity where instead of like as a relationship kind of reaches its uh, its pinnacle point and then it, it, the breakup begins to occur, which again, I think of as a breakthrough. What if we were to actually celebrate that? What if like we were to go into a relationship where it's just like, yo, like I've said this to my partners in the past where it's like, yo, like, like I care about you, you know, like I love you here in this moment and like let's dance this dance as long as we're meant to knowing that it won't last forever you know like I'll, I'll love you as much as i'm capable of within this moment and then when the music ends the dance will end and we'll just be like thanks for the dance and then we'll kind of go off in separate ways and we'll move on to the next partner so to speak and so instead of being like oh no like like the breakup happened i must have done something wrong what if the universe was simply doing what it was meant to do, and you literally got to the point where you received the lessons and you were ready to move on to that next stage. And then again, you know, give yourself permission to do so. So, um, passing it over to Ashley, Ashley, go ahead when you're ready, jump right in.
2: So, I just wanted to touch on a few things that you said, and one of them just was the The aspect of mirroring and kind of like where you're at and vibrational matching and I just wanted to relay a short personal story of the one time that I was in a really abusive relationship which was number one confusing because I felt so much love for this person but I remember the thought of I was mad at the universe I was like I was going through a time where I was in school learning about all the things we're talking about went to a healing arts school and it's like how could I be in such a transformative place in my life. And and how how could the universe do this to me? How could I love someone so much that treated me like doo-doo? And the answer was that there was a piece of me that treated myself that way. There was those little whisperings in the night that said I hated myself, said I didn't love myself and that I wasn't worth it and all these things. And that was projected out and manifested within my reality and I just want to make a note that um, these things these acts even though they can be viewed as good and can be viewed as bad it's all just neutral energy and it's just like kind of like a fundamental aspect of the universe of this connection of yeah vibrational matching it's not you know that you have like these toxicities and you're attracting these toxicities it can be viewed in that way for growth and learning but really it's just where you're at and where that meets you and you can choose whether to do that work to learn to love yourself learn to grow and the moment i did do that work i you know ended up innately attracting a partner out of nowhere that love myself just as much as i did which is a lot now and um uh, The other thing I wanted to quickly touch on when we were talking about communication is that I think collectively right now, women are kind of specifically um, going in an upshift of reclaiming their voice because there's always been this patriarchal dynamic of women being suppressed and not being able to speak for their needs and not being able to speak for their boundaries and what is right and what is wrong and you know I'm pretty sure it used to be legal to be able to beat your wives and things like that so even though we have the opportunity we have the privilege at least you know maybe not in all parts of the world right now here um, in America for me that I have this space to do that there's still a lot of work and healing and alchemical transformation to be done because we have that in our dna we have that intergenerational trauma of not being able to use our voice and not being able to speak up and being constricted in that manner and i see this manifest in a lot of different ways um (laughs) there's kind of this like thing with women i see where we kind of Expect men to like be mind readers, and that's kind of like an ongoing joke. But I honestly, yeah, you love me, you know, it's a thing. But I honestly think an aspect to that is because we don't fully feel comfortable, powerful to speak our needs. So we're being angry, like, why doesn't he know what I want? But like, we also need to do the work and say, hey, this isn't right. Hey, you know, I would really love if you do this and I see that specifically also sexually um, a lot in, in relationships. And this is kind of a TikTok joke of around um, women and like men not doing all the things they need to do. But again, that's just another area where we're not speaking um, our boundaries and we're not communicating. And, and again, that's, that's not um, a shameful thing to be projected, just a neutral standpoint, understanding like that's where some work we could do self-love work so that we all evolve and we all can up level in relationships that's
0: it awesome thank you thank you ashley and and again you know like even just this is this i really appreciate everybody being here because again you know this isn't just like oh talking about things we already know, like this is a chance for us to be able to learn from each other. So I really appreciate, uh, again, the, the the mixture of divine masculine and feminine energy that we have here and in the YouTube chat <clears throat> as well. But yeah, no, it's, it's really, really powerful. And, and I think just uh, hitting upon Ashley's um, notes real quick. And again, somebody put their hand up who's ready to go next. And, and that way, so I can pass over to you. I'll pass over to Carly in a second. So yeah, again, you know, like through relationships, like we... How do I explain this? Oftentimes, you know, like we will go through certain relationships in order to be able to gain the wisdom that will help us heal a wound in the collective, if that makes sense. So sometimes, you know, when we talk about things from this like higher spiritual perspective, we'll talk about this idea where it's like, oh, you know, like, like nothing happens by accident. Everything happens for a reason, sort of things like that. And then you start getting to some things where it's like, well you know, what about people in abusive relationships, male or female, you know, like what, why, why, why is that their sort of thing, right? Um, but again, you know, like I, I think it, there's a deep level to that where the simple answer is that on a soul level, like we're almost choosing, and and, and I say this relatively speaking with no disrespect, but this, again, this is just an idea, but it's almost like on a soul level, we choose to go through those those shitty situations in order to be able to get the wisdom to know how to heal it on a collective level, because it's like by going through it, you know how to be able to not only heal from it, but to also be able to create space and the wisdom to be able to teach others how to be able to not have to go through it uh, again. And I think there is a kind of like this common recurring story. Um, absolutely right now, especially with this rise of the divine masculine and feminine happening together, uh, where it's it, it's incredibly powerful to see this like breaking of patterns the shifting of patterns and that's happening a lot because of women like claiming their power and claiming their collective voice and saying like no more no more no more in the same way it's kind of like in an individual relationship you know it takes a lot of work for a woman to be able to step up and to say things in certain circumstances but now it's like understanding that the entire collective is almost kind of like coming out of an abusive relationship, so to speak. And so when you think about it, again, you know, this is kind of going back to the perception of Twin Flames um, based on a, a guy named Matt Kahn, who I listened to. He explained this really well. Um, and I'll just explain this real quickly. I'll pass it to Carly, where basically, again, Twin Flames... From one definition, and again, whatever definition works for you, that's fine, and just choose one that's healthy. He basically explains it where twin flames are there to be able to spark your growth, but as soon as the relationship becomes abusive, you have the right to be able to like get out of it. And as soon as you make that choice for yourself, then like that soul contract is like null and void. It like ceases the soul contract, so to speak. And so I think we have to be able to again collectively. Uh, as individuals male or female be able to kind of like see how even the shittiest of situations related to relationships are also from another perspective a chance for us to become to step into our power to literally be able to use our voice and to say like no more like i know my voice i know my worth i know my voice like i'm using my voice no more and to be able to do that not just for ourselves indivi- individually but literally for a collective so again you know we're kind of at this point collectively where we're seeing a lot of the shadow and why is that happening? Because we have to make the unconscious conscious. And in order to be able to do it on the collective level, a lot of us as soul are quote unquote, choosing to do it on the individual level. And the reason why I say this is because I just want to be able to say something that for some of you will just kind of like be like, oh wow. Okay. I've never heard that before where it's really just kind of like acknowledging that those of us who go through shitty situations are going through them because on a soul level we are brave enough to go through them it's like literally on a soul level it's just like the universe is like yo we need some help like kind of like healing this trauma like any volunteers and on a soul level it's like i'll do it and it's just like holy shit, like that's incredibly brave like that is incredibly powerful like no one would like just to be able to to again see it from this story where it's like on a soul level You chose to go through this, not to say it doesn't make it like any less hurtful than what it was, but you choose to move through this. And this is really relative to like any sort of crappy situation that we go through in order to be able to bring consciousness to the unconsciousness, to bring light to the shadow in that sense. So, um, again, I think literally relationships based on love and things like that are a powerful microcosm of the macrocosm. And when we create consciousness within our individual relationships, we are literally healing the collective of all of our relationships with each other. So um, anyways, if that resonates with you, drop an 1111 in the chat, let me know. I know that's kind of like an out there idea. And and I hope I express it in a way with, um, again, just with consideration, because I know it's a sensitive topic. Carly, I'll pass it over to you and go ahead and you can just jump in at any point with anything you feel called to say. Carly, thank you for being here. Go right ahead.
3: Thank you for having me. Um, I related to a lot of what you just said and Chris, um, also when you were talking about like how basically we kind of pass on at first what our family has brought us to inherit on some level. Um you know, through, like, intergenerational trauma, um, and for me, like, that definitely, I definitely, like, have patterns that I had to overcome, um, as a result of, like, the way that I was brought up in my family, um, I was in, like, um, I had an alcoholic parent, and, like, I found, like, in each relationship I went into, I was dating someone that had, like, an alcohol or drug problem for, like, a number of years. Um, And, like, I kept on trying to save people, basically, because I wanted to save my family member, who I couldn't really help. So it just was, the universe basically was, like, showing me, like, you keep trying to, like, do this. You keep trying to find somebody to like play this role again because you're not healed from it. And like throughout that process, I also like became somebody I wasn't really like in my heart and in my soul. Like I was drinking a lot and just kind of like taking on the behaviors of people that I was with um, until I finally like woke up after having like a really bad, Um, breakup and like relationship for like two years um they really like woke me up and I was like you like need to stop like being in this cycle of doing this and then that prompted me to like actually change and like accept that I need to love myself and um that kind of just taught me like while I was in that relationship towards the end, I kept like having moments of like awakening basically. And then I was able to like leave that relationship. And then like, as I was growing and like loving myself and healing um, out of nowhere, like the love of my life just entered my life out of nowhere it seems. And we've been together for five years now. um, And it's wonderful and yeah i just think like we have these cycles that some of us go through in order to teach us on a soul level what we really need to heal in ourselves and in our family and yeah that's what i have to say for now
0: (laughs) thank you carly so much for for sharing and absolutely again i think just us being able to create this space i'm sure on many levels many people are going to talk here tonight and we're going to like hear each other in our stories. So Carly, I appreciate you sharing and, and just the vulnerability and congratulations to to you and your partner as well. Cause again, that kind of echoes this theme where it's like, as you work on yourself, it literally kind of comes to you when you're ready. So that's very, very powerful Carly. Thank you. We'll keep passing the the talking stick around here. Whoever wants to jump in next Camilla, we'll pass it over to you. Camilla, when you're ready, go right ahead and welcome to the broadcast.
4: Hi, thank you for having me. Um, So I've been resonating with a lot of the things that you have been saying. Um, I believe I'm a little older than you guys. Um, I've already been divorced. Uh, I've been married for six years now and I've been with my partner for 11 in my second marriage. So um, it's been a really, really, really long road. Um, I started having boyfriends when I was very young, like at 14. Um, I really didn't have a relationship with myself. I didn't know myself. I didn't, my parents were divorced. Um, my dad used to have a lot of girlfriends. Um, so I kind of, so going off by what Carly said a little bit, um, you know, I think I was repeating a little bit of what my parents had. And you know, I was looking for these guys that were very problematic. Like they would cheat on me. I was in very abusive relationships. Um, specifically, I have four relationships that were terrible. I wouldn't snap out of it because that's what I kept seeing around me in that time. You know, um, there were there were very different times. We, as women, I'm from Colombia also, and it's a very um, patriarch. Uh, how do you say that, uh, patriarchal uh, society. Um, so women were basically martyrs. We would have to, you know, have to take things in silence. We weren't allowed a lot to speak up. I'm not saying that everyone had the same, um, but this was my particular uh, case. My family was very Catholic. My My grandparents had a very, like, dysfunctional dynamic. And um, so I kind of grew up with this idea that being a woman meant like having to shut up and take whatever was coming and, um, you know, just kind of deal with it, but without, you know, being very emotional or being vulnerable, like it it was seen as kind of, uh, I don't know, weakness or something. And it really took me basically until i met my husband um uh which was 11 years ago um to actually understand that i needed to be in a place where i knew where i was and like have this relationship with myself first uh before being with anybody because like if you don't have a relationship with you first if you don't know what you you know what do you want to do where your spirit is like what's your truth because i never i was never able to like know what my truth was because i was always with guys um that like i would become kind of like what they were or what they were into that's what i was into um i was switching from i'm also a pisces so water is very you know uh malleable and so it really took me a long time to sit with myself like after my last um, really like important relationship with was about, I don't know, it was around 2007. And um, after that I was alone for about six years. And being alone was what actually um, helped me find myself. I kind of became a hermit because I had so much stuff to like digest you know and understand why I let so many people treat me so bad Um, and so because I let it happen and over and over again you know and so it actually made me realize, right, you know, I've been growing up with all these things since I was little. I've been seeing all these behaviors in my society, in the, you know, in my family, Um, and also I just kind of, you know, isolated myself from everybody just to protect myself from getting hurt ever again, and that was also a very unhealthy place to be, you know because I just kind of got away from everybody I, I just started like not talking to my friends or just not going out um, I was just afraid of everybody basically and um, you know I also had abusive relationships with friends when I was little like being bullied you know I dealt with a lot of things that definitely made me you know kind of become you know I had walls all which in a way was good because it led me to go deeper into myself and see what I actually like what was my voice, what did I want, um, what would, like? What was I expecting about myself and not what others were expecting from me and also like learning how to speak up without feeling ashamed um, but it took a really long time. So I I really admire that you guys being so young are at such a level of maturity because at your age, I was just, uh, you know, all over the place. Like, seriously, um, my first marriage was when I was um, 24. And it was a very abusive relationship, not physically, but emotionally. Um, it was horrible. And um, it took me two years to get out of it and actually i didn't get out of it he was the one who ended it and uh that took me like i'm still dealing like with things and issues from that relationship that are affecting my marriage right now and so right now is the moment where i'm actually learning why all these things happened before why i had to be alone why i had to be like in this abusive relationship and I just feel like if you guys, like, do it from the beginning and have this relationship with your yourself first and not try to find anyone, like, to complete you or to, you know, make you better or make you happy, you have that within you. And, you know, it's just, it's not worth um, giving up your truth and giving up, um, like who you really, who you really are, um, just to you know, either make somebody happy or make like find somebody to make you happy. Um, you need to find that first within yourself, if that makes sense. Um, you need to have a relationship with you first. That's my whole you know, learning about. You know what everything I've been through, um, also because when you when you know where you're standing and what your truth is, you don't spread yourself thin as well, because you're trying to please everybody you you you're not putting boundaries, you're not um, limiting what other people is doing, and you're not limiting yourself from doing things that are hurting you just to make others happy, you know, just because you want acceptance. Or because you want to be like included or anything like that you know um you're just spreading yourself thin and you're you're giving from an empty cup you you need to fill that cup first you need to be with you first you need to love yourself first um and i think younger generations now have this um level of uh spiritual realization and maturity to know that they're worth a lot more um than you know what's expected or you know whatever people are telling them to do so um so for one good job guys (laughs) (laughs) because yeah it's uh it's been a really hard uh road I I know it's been my journey I don't regret any of it like at all but um yeah just I think my, my biggest advice is just to really understand where you're coming from, where your fear is at, why you're doing the things you do, why you're like diminishing yourself with certain relationships, um, and what you want out of that relationship and what you want out of the relationship with yourself first. And yeah, I think that's,
0: what i wanted to say beautifully said camilla thank you so much for sharing that's wonderful awesome okay we'll keep uh we'll keep passing the we'll talk and stick around so if somebody wants to let me know who wants to go next um danny we'll pass it over to you so um yeah again there's a lot of things that, that we're hitting upon here there's a few things that i want to be able to um get into later um you know even just kind of like for those of us uh like when a relationship is really really in that special place where it's like really kind of like in this like ideal place you know like what does that look like what does that feel like what is that experience like how has that transformed you for those of us uh who want to be able to share anything on that and then i also want to be able to get into a little bit of you know like what are some things that we have found that has been helpful um following the transformation period after a breakup so again kind of like the the rebuilding ourselves phase what like practical things might have been helpful for us related to like our spiritual practices So, Danny, we'll pass it over to you. Anything else you want to jump in with, go right ahead. When you're ready, Danny, and welcome.
5: All right. Um, Well, one thing I really wanted to talk about is just the fact that in our society and in our media and television and movies, most relationships we see are not healthy relationships. There's a lot of codependence that is... Uh, glamorized, and that's kind of the idea of everybody is half a soul, half a person, and we're supposed to find our other half, and then we suddenly become whole. We suddenly feel complete once we find the right person who can say the right things and know exactly how to soothe us in our moments of pain. Um, But that's a really dangerous ideology to believe. I mean, even in The Notebook, for example, at the beginning as he's trying to get a date with this girl, he... Threatens to kill himself in order to get a date with her. And if you normalize that, that's just, it's just really not okay to think that that's how you can get into a relationship and guilting someone into loving you. Um, I was in a really codependent relationship for about a year and a half, and I really loved this person. But at the same time, I also had grown up in a family, a very loving family, but I had siblings who fought all the time. So I was expected to give up my needs and give up my concerns in order to keep the peace. And I was happy to do that. But once I got into a relationship, I was continually doing that. And I didn't even realize that a lot of the behaviors were so toxic because I was expected to compromise my truth and myself for the sake of her and for the sake of her well-being. And I didn't even realize um, that certain behaviors were toxic. So I didn't know how to communicate my needs and communicate what I truly needed. Um, And if you're growing up in a world where on TV, you're seeing all of these unhealthy relationships, how are you supposed to know that yours isn't healthy? Um, And in my opinion, one thing that once I broke up with her, I kind of saw her as a toxic person and was like, well, she was manipulating me. She was making me feel like I couldn't reach out to my friends and such. But I now have come to realize that there's no such thing as a healthy person in a toxic relationship. Because if there's a healthy person in a toxic relationship, the moment they see certain behaviors, they're going to be able to communicate, hey, this isn't okay with me. This behavior hurts me. And if you're going to continue this behavior, then I can't be in this relationship. And if you are, in a way, it's weird, because maybe your behavior isn't outwardly toxic or outwardly manipulative but by keeping it at all in and expecting the other person to understand and get you without having to go through the difficulties and the um bravery i guess of coming forward and explaining your needs then you are in a way encouraging that toxic behavior to continue you're not challenging them you're not um pushing them to be the best version of themselves because you're just pleasing them and allowing them to continue the cycle that they're perpetuating And I hadn't even realized for a long time that I was a part of that. And there was this guilt inside of me even after the relationship, like I felt like I could have done better and I didn't exactly know why. And then in going through my spiritual awakening and really um, questioning myself and my beliefs, I realized my part in that relationship. And although that doesn't necessarily excuse her behavior that wasn't healthy towards me, it's about realizing that we all have our own trauma and our own wounds that we need to work on, and blaming another person for what right. they do as a part of that is, oh, <laughs> all good. Uh, any relationship that, shoot, I lost my drunken thought. Um, hmm. <laughs> yeah, in any situation, essentially, where You're only blaming the other person and not taking accountability for yourself, then you're never going to be able to improve. And I think a lot of people get into the mindset of blaming other people and then they'll continue getting into these toxic relationships, repeating the same patterns and not even necessarily looking in the mirror and saying, seeing where they play into this. And that's not to say that you are blaming the victim in any sense, but you have to, everyone has their own trauma and their own journey. We don't want to. Again, be two halves that make a whole. we want to be two holes that make a unit we want we need to love ourselves and soothe ourselves and know what we need before we can expect someone else to know how to do that for us.
0: Thank you, Danny, for sharing absolutely. If anybody else wants to or like even just respond to anything, please feel free to let me know. But yeah, again, you know, like the, the whole themes of, of relationship and I'll just babble on here for a second. Um, and again, whoever wants to pass the talking stick to next, just put your hand up and let me know the whole theme of, again, even just having this discussion is this idea that, you know, through relationships, we become more conscious especially if we intentionally become conscious. But usually when we're younger, before we've kind of like had this like spiritual realization, it's almost like we're just kind of like going along with emotions, you know? Like we don't really fully, fully, uh, are, are we, don't, we don't have the same awareness of it where, where it's very much just like, oh, this person hurt me, I'm gonna respond in a certain way, or I like this person, I'm gonna do this. And it's very much just kind of like going with the biochemical emotions and everything's just kind of unfolding and stuff like that. Um, but again, you know, as we continue to get older and- everything like that it, you, it's a, it's naive to think that you can't get into a relationship without it requiring a degree of responsibility and and again i think it's responsible for us to be able to bring the best version of ourself into a relationship and again this is where we get this constant theme of filling your own cup or filling your own self-love as you continue to kind of connect with others but at the same time i think it's also important to note that you know, for some people they would even feel some resist, they, they would feel like a little bit of, I, don't, I don't, I'm not quite sure if shame would be the most accurate word. It's not the word I would use, but I know for some people they might be in a place where it's just like, oh, you know, like I have trouble loving myself and I'm still having trouble loving myself. And it would actually help me if I had someone else who is able to kind of like be in that space to help me see myself. So I think, again, you know, like different relationships will kind of arrive to us in different ways when we need them, because there may be certain times where, uh, again, you know, like if the if the universe's objective is for you to be able to raise into this level where you can really see like who you are as like this amazing person and everything like that. I think sometimes there will be appropriate circumstances where you will kind of find another person, perhaps at a moment in your life where you may be kind of like down on down on yourself and feeling kind of low and everything like that um it happens in a lot of ways so it's not always going to be simply this thing where it's like oh you know like that next great relationship will only show up if you're uh on your a game and you're taking care of yourself i think it kind of like it's it's always going to be relative it's always going to be different for other people um but I think it's okay to be able to understand and to acknowledge where we are at and to just be able to be very gentle with ourselves, and to be able to understand. It's like, yeah, you know what, like I'm still in the process of learning to love myself. Like I'm still like, you know, and that could be coming from previous relationships. It could be coming from childhood and everything like that. Um, But again, you know, I think when it comes to relationships, it's important not to compare ourselves to others. And to really just kind of like honor where we are at, obviously keep building that relationship that you have with yourself. Um, But again, you know, like if, uh, if, if whatever relationship comes to you, I think it's just always important to just bring as much mindfulness as you can uh, into it, you know, like really reflect, like, what are you bringing to it? What are you getting out of it? Um, how is the balance? Is there any codependency? How is the sovereignty? How are you respecting people? Um, and I'll just say this real quick. And then again, if somebody can just put their hand up, so I know Rachel, I'll pass it to you. One of the lessons that came to me, um, through my, my years of, you know, falling in love and getting my heart broken and all of those fun things, um, was this idea of really being able to understand what my perspective of true love was or deep love, deeper love. Um, And that was something that I felt was always an important part of my journey is that as the journey continued, and this was really relative, not even just romantic relationships, but really any relationship. It was really just kind of like this maturity that just kind of came through experience um, of understanding that for me, deep love, deep love, very simply put, was this idea of wanting the best for someone else regardless of whether or not it even involves you um and that for me was like once i kind of once i kind of clued into that i was like whoa like to hear myself say that and to like really feel it and to genuinely feel it um with such a shift um because prior to that there would have been circumstances where going through heartbreak and everything like that it was always Something where a lot of my attention would be on me, on me, on me, which was normal. That's where I was. Um, But eventually as as I began to like mature and I'm like, wait a second, like I need to be able to learn how to let this go because holding on to this is just causing me more pain. Right. And then eventually it kind of gets to this point where it's like, I love this person so much that I want the best for them even if that doesn't involve me. And when you can really say that to yourself and really mean it from a genuine place, it's almost like the universe is like, ding, 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 ding. Like you did it, you figured it out. Like that's the secret. Congratulations. Um, and then again, it kind of, uh, it, it allows you to to be in this place where again, even out of a relationship in the past, um, it allows you to take, it's part of the healing process where again, you might be able to look back on things and might be able to kind of like move through resentment and stuff like that. Um there's many many dynamics to it. Again, relationships are very 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 complicated things because we as humans are very very complicated things and they will show up in many different ways and many different times. And again, you know, like I think one of the things um that's quite fascinating with relationships and we might be able to talk about it here tonight if people feel called to, um is even the idea of like like navigating things when your heart maybe feels called into Two directions at once, you know, and then you start getting into this idea of like polyamory or like open relationships. And I'm sure, I'm sure, like in many ways, some of us have probably kind of like dabbled in this from some soul experience or something like that. Um, But again, you know, like I think in in a lot of cases, you you look at the world today and you look at kind of the culture and it's like this like hookup culture type thing. And people are just very approaching relationships on this very superficial level. Um, And you look at kind of what the mainstream culture is kind of propagating, even again with what Danny was saying as being this very like unhealthy version of a relationship where it's very much, sometimes it's like purely just related to the sex. Um, Again, it can be very superficial. It can be very like, again, like, just like codependent, it can be very manipulative and things like that. Um, And the communication can also be uh, very, like, there might be a lot of struggle with the communication. And then I think in some cases, um, I'll get, you know, if you guys have a thought on that, I'm just pointing, I'm just looking at this as an observation from the outside. I think in a lot of cases, when we look at things where we get people like cheating on other people and things like that, I think that isn't necessarily so much this process of like, people being like, oh, you know, like, like this person's a horrible person and they cheated on that person. I think sometimes it's actually a deeper issue where it's like, what if we knew how to communicate better in the first place so that we could communicate where we're at before it even has to get to this point where suddenly it's like, you're the bad person, you're the bad person. And everyone's pointing at each other. Imagine a society where we could be like, hey, you know what? I'm feeling like there's like, there's someone else I met they spark something inside of me can i can i talk to you about this right like but again that takes a degree of maturity um polyamory definitely requires like this whole it brings in this whole other dynamic but again it also kind of like brings us into more of who we are rachel i know you're super exciting and over to you rachel go right ahead when you're ready
6: um i have so much gratitude to be here tonight thank you for holding this space also um i'm so glad you just said everything you said because that is relevant to some of the points i wanted to touch on yeah, um, but yeah, um am so happy to be here with everyone tonight, and um, I guess I'll touch on that first. Um, also, I wanted to go back to something Ashley mentioned, the idea of things being inherently neutral and that no situation is actually good or bad, um, and this is actually coming from the, the chart that Chris was talking about comparing third and fourth density relationships um, and what that might look like. And um, one of the two comparisons is um, fear-based monogamy versus relationships by choice. Um, And it talks about um, there is no inherent right or wrong to any type of relationship. They are all inherently neutral. Any type of relationship is okay. If I choose monogamy, this does not mean that I expect or need my partner to also choose monogamy. Um, And that's kind of touching on, like, we all inherently have the right to feel the way we feel and there is no good or bad about the way we might feel and um this is actually um the the fear-based monogamy part that it talks about um saying through monogamous relationships I am separated from the vulnerability of having to deal with any other relationship therefore I feel safe separate and safe um so that's saying like you're taking yourself away from any other potential influences on the relationship with relationships with other people. And this is bringing me back to the very first relationship I was ever in, um, in the eighth grade, actually. One of the lessons I learned from that relationship was that I attached so heavily to that person that all of my other relationships in my life, like all my platonic relationships with my friends, my parents, everyone else, those relationships suffered because I was so focused on this relationship with this one person. Um, so that's not so much like romantically like polyam- polyamory or anything like that, but just like the idea that when we're so focused on this one romantic relationship, that's going to complete us, so to speak, or like that is like the relationship, you know, and it's kind of taking away from any other relationship that we might have in our life. Um, and I noticed um, throughout all my relationships, that there was this element of, I would get in a relationship and withdraw from my friends and start talking to them less because I was talking to this other person all the time instead. Um, And I think that's something that a lot of people might be able to relate to Um, just the, like, and again, I feel like that's kind of portrayed in the media too, that um, like, you know, once you're in a relationship, like it's all about the relationship with that person and everyone else kind of falls by the wayside. And that kind of ties into what I want to talk about, about commitment, um, because, okay, wait, before I get into that, my example of, um, in my past relationship with the concept of cheating, actually, um, my most recent relationship, we broke up last July, so it's almost been a year. Um, It was a very, one of those, like, I got a lot out of the relationship. And as you were talking about the breakup period, actually, like, I learned even more during that period of time than even in the relationship. Um, And I just really got a lot out of it in general. But one of the things was um, he was asking me about entering into threesome relationships for the sexual component um, of wanting to include another woman. Um, And which... I tried to express to him multiple times that it wasn't so much that I was against the idea of it, but it was against the idea of like why he wanted to do that because he was arguing that we didn't have a spark and that by bringing in someone else that that would somehow help us. But in my mind, bringing in another person wasn't going to help our relationship. It was just going to complicate things more by adding this additional person, Um, which gets into like, again, like feeling that a little bit of that fear-based monogamy, but also realizing that like, He was trying to fix the relationship by bringing in a new component to the relationship, which um, I was having a hard time wrapping my head around at the time. And um, he had actually broken up with me two times and I kept insisting that we stay together. Um, So that was me knowing that I was not in a necessarily compatible relationship and refusing to let go of it. Um, And then like him also being like, oh, yeah, like both of us being like, oh, but I love you so much, even though we have all these problems and struggles, but I can't let go of this relationship. Um, And so the third time that he decided he wanted to break up with me, I finally said I I was just like completely cool about it. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, if you need to leave, because he presented it as I need to break up with you so I can um, take care of myself because we moved out. Across the country together for me to go to grad school. So I felt like he had no direction because he packed up everything and moved across the country with me so I could pursue my dream. Um, And then he didn't have a job for two years when we had moved out here together. So that was a huge strain on the relationship. And he, breaking up with me last July, said, I need to figure out what I'm doing with my life. I need to move away and live separate from you so that I can figure out what I'm meant to be doing. And I was very understanding of that because that made a ton of sense to me. We were having all these issues mostly a- around um, like little things and especially the fact that um he was expecting equal work from me when I was working two jobs and in grad school and he was not working and he was expecting me to do my fair share of the dishes and cleaning around the apartment and to me that didn't sound like my fair share considering I had responsibilities when he really had no actual responsibilities other than um, pursuing his own desires every day. Um, so that was a big um, issue. And uh, so I let him leave. And I, I shouldn't say let him leave. I, um, I came to a place where it made sense for that to happen. So we agreed on that. And then it was the, the months after that, that became really challenging because he kept wanting to continue talking to me I kept wanting to continue talking to him and I didn't understand that in his mind the relationship really was over but in my mind it was like this interim period where he was going to go figure his stuff out and we would get back together eventually um and I feel like he was kind of hoping for that too but um you know it really it took quite a few months of us going back and forth and him coming back to see me every once in a while um and it was probably like three or four months later he came back to visit me and he had only been here for like maybe 20 minutes and he went to leave after 20 minutes and said the spark's just not there I I can't do this I have to go and I just remember like sobbing and screaming at him not to leave because he had just got there and I didn't understand what he meant by oh the spark's not there anymore because he was expecting to come back after a few months and it was going to be like brand new again. Like we were just meeting again for the first time, like the way it was when we first met. And, um, to me that that was really challenging, but also helped me realize that, um, the relationship really was like, that was kind of it for me. Um, and then it was interesting because like three or four months ago he messaged me and, um, this was the kicker for me. He finally admitted to having cheated on me multiple times. And I had just asked him many, many, many times just to be honest with me, that that was all I cared about was honesty and having this trust. But he had broke my trust so many times that when he was finally honest about it, I said, you lied to me. You accused me of cheating on you when I, when you know, and I know that I would never have done that. And all I wanted was honesty, and I could have forgiven him for all the cheating, for any of that. It that wasn't really what mattered. It was the lying and the the not being honest about it and upfront in the first place. Um, so there was a, a lot of lessons in that relationship. But I firmly believe I wouldn't be where I am today um, if I hadn't experienced all of that. So it was a very rocky road. I honestly feel like I disassociated and blocked out a lot of it. That was a big part of my relationship with him was driving in the car with him and listening to him talk and this ties back into um what you guys were talking about too with the not expressing my voice um kind of uh just not saying what I needed to say just kind of sitting with it and and definitely just disassociating like not feeling like I was in my body and just not even hearing what he was saying either so neither of us was feeling heard I wasn't feeling heard he wasn't feeling heard I couldn't speak up um excuse me Um, so like, I feel like I kind of blocked out a lot of it, but I feel like the big lessons that I got from it, um, really have carried me forward. And, um, especially these last few months, like, thank you for, for the relationship that I have with all of you guys. This is really beautiful to be here, to, to have this connection with you, because, um, that was one of the things that I told myself back in, in January, it was almost a New Year's resolution where I said I was going to reach out to try and be social because I have made very few friends since I moved to Portland two years ago. And I told myself, oh, I'm going to get out, I'm going to start doing events with my classmates, I'm going to start doing all of these social things, and then quarantine happened but then I found you guys. So here I am with all of you and I have this amazing new social circle and all these new friends and relationships that I'm building with with all of you. So that's really beautiful. And um, I just really value this space and um, thank you so much. I hope I didn't ramble too much.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Rachel, for for sharing again, for sharing your your heart, for sharing your wisdom and and yeah, no, it, it, again, I, I think it's always important to be able to like see where we've come from, but then to really like honor where we are now and and just like seeing you like so much in your power and your center and gotten to know you. It's just, again, that that's the thing with those relationships. You, you'll go through this stuff and, and in the moment you're just like, why, why, why? And then flash forward like six months and you're just like, okay like i'm like i'm like i'm i'm like a bit of a badass here because again you know like i've gotten i've gotten this experience to be able to go through it and 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 again now you've also really gotten clear on what it is that you value in a relationship, which again is like this honesty and everything like that and and it really is kind of like so so much of um what we go through in relationships and again everybody else just put your hand up for whoever wants to to jump in next we we see this a lot in relationships and and i know we're kind of talking about like the things that don't always work well in relationships and that's where i want to be able to transition into you know talking about the things that that do make a relationship work well um but we do see this a lot in a relationship again like this a lot of like this projecting mentality where it's like you know like someone will really like take something that they have unresolved into them and they will put it on the other person. And then a lot of this is creates, a, it's it's very challenging and it can, again, just kind of like really lead to, lead to uh, you know, some very, very difficult issues to be able to work through. Um, and at the same time, it can be a very, very powerful place uh, for two people to be able to decide, is this something that we want to, heal through together, you know, but but ultimately those two people have to mutually decide that or to even be able to decide, you know, like what type of relationship do we want and and, and what is the best way for us to be able to support each other. And that's where, again, you know, like sometimes with relationships it's it's really powerful to be able to observe um the dynamics of how a relationship can transform as it kind of like shifts out of a romantic relationship to a platonic relationship and it takes a lot of maturity for two people to be able to be like yo like I still really care about you but like this isn't working like something's not working here like like how can we still you know transform this relationship without destroying it and then you can get into this place where it's like you know like what does it mean to still have a decent relationship with your ex or something like that like how does how is that possible and stuff like that and again i think it it takes a lot of respect for yourself it takes a lot of clear communication it takes a lot of honesty um it it takes a lot of clarity and just being able to decide like what it is that that you want to be able to move forward into and sometimes in a lot of cases and i'm sure some of us have experienced with this there will be times in your relationship where You'll have to take the lead. Like you'll have to be like, look, like this is what's gonna happen here. Like because like from that degree of consciousness, it's like this is this is this is the direction that I want to move things in. Otherwise, you know, things just kind of might end up going in a loop, so to speak. And that's when you know like the 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 that something needs to be changed, right? If you're, like you keep going back to the same problems and the same problems, and then eventually, you know, like the universe is like this is gonna keep happening until you use your power to step up and say, like, okay, let's change this, uh, X, Y, and Z. And then to be able to create a condition and then say like, you know, like maybe, yeah, like, let's see what it's like if we do take a break. Let's see what it's like if we do just kind of like sit down and have a heart to heart conversation. And, yeah, again, I'm just kind of talking off the top of my head here and everything like that. Um, But, yeah, I do want to be able to talk a little bit more about kind of the dynamics of like the relationships when they're really beautiful, like when they're really at that magic. And I mean, they're all beautiful in their own way, even in the times when they're less, you know, less beautiful on the surface, because there is still that growth. Um, but I would love to be able to hear just from our own experience. And and again, you know, this is something that for some of us, you know, like we're, we're far enough along our journey that um, we've, gotten into relationships that are again kind of like this very harmonious uh version and, and i'll just hit upon this real quick because i literally just made a video on tiktok today um uh, about the concept of uh, twin flames relative to soulmates and, and i'll set this up just to be able to maybe segue here and um whoever wants to jump in next um not sure i know i know we haven't heard from kristen and erica and we also have felicia here but whoever wants to jump in next and and uh just, yeah just feel free to let me know um and if you've already spoken don't hesitate to jump in again um But yeah real quick i'll just explain so again like the whole like twin flames and soulmate i made a video about this some of you would have seen this where basically it was this idea that yeah there's a lot of definitions about soulmates and twin flames but ideally we should find one that's healthy the one definition that i've really resonated with is by a guy named matt kahn uh, k-a-h-n some of you are familiar with him he kind of talks about this Um, but basically and i'm setting this up because i want to talk about the the harmonious aspect The twin flame relationship is basically anyone within your life who kind of sparks your growth. This can be a romantic relationship, um, but sometimes uh, it can also kind of like start off as something that feels really exciting and then it can kind of become a little bit toxic. But again, you still grow out of it because it moves you into your power. The soulmate relationship, the soulmate concept, um, I think makes most sense when you look at it from the concept of a soulmate relationship. And so a soulmate relationship is a type of relationship that is much more harmonious. Um, again, it's something that comes a little bit further within our journey. That's usually a reflection of our own degree of maturity, but it's a type of relationship where like the ego is, is not as present. Um, there's not the same projection. You're really respecting each other's sovereignty. You're supporting each other. You're supporting, you're honoring each others like similarities and differences. Um, you're really giving each other that space. So again, you know, like whereas like the twin flame might be um, and this is an example Matt Kahn gives like imagine you're sitting there and, and you're just like you're just like spending time by yourself like doing your own thing and then the, the partner comes up to you and this would be like a kind of like a less than harmonious twin flame relationship. And not to say all twin flame relations aren't always harmonious, um, but they do kind of like they can have a tendency to uh, move into this place where it's more a little bit like um less harmonious. But anyways, the the less the, the the version that's not a soulmate relationship would be the situation where someone's kind of sitting there doing their own thing and they're just like, Yeah, you know, like like the other person will come and be like, hey, like what, what's going on? What are you doing? And be like, oh, like I'm just I'm just hanging out and and spending time by myself. And then like the person will be like, oh, like can I hang out with you? Like, like, can I, can I hover over you? Like, can I, like, like, I'm, I don't, I don't want to, like, I'm like, I, I don't want to work on my own stuff. So can I just distract myself by like constantly just kind of like putting myself in your presence um, type thing? So this, this can sometimes be, uh, again, you know, like the, not to say that like that in itself is like again, you know, like there's, there's always room for improvement. It's about, again, being able to bring awareness and consciousness, but whereas the soulmate relationship would very simply be be like, like, Oh, like, what are you up to be like, Oh yeah, I'm just spending time with myself and be like, cool. All right. Awesome. Sweet. Like I support that. And I'm just gonna, you know, I'll go do my stuff by myself. Right. So there's this very um, different relationship where there isn't this codependency and and uh, I I can say um and, and again if we want to transition into just talking about kind of like again like the lessons that we learn through the harmonious aspects of relationship, um I I've I've been able to like fortunately be in a relationship that that I do consider to be a, a soulmate relationship, and it is like something that isn't it? I, I feel it like it's, it's so beautiful. It's so inspiring. Um, but it didn't just happen. Like it literally came as a result of a lot of inner work. And it's one of those things where like the relationship where it is now, like, it wouldn't have been possible if it tried to happen five years earlier sort of thing, even though in some way, like part of me would have been like, oh, sweet. I'm, I, I am I, could have jumped into this five years earlier, but literally on a soul level, I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't ready for it. And I didn't even know that I wasn't ready for it. I had to go through a couple other relationships in order to be able to kind of like get ready for it and learn to be able to really bring uh this this sovereignty into my heart and again as we kind of develop more more of a a confidence and an understanding of who we are it really allows us to gift this relationship with this other person where again you really honor the time that you spend apart and then when you do spend time together it's like really really powerful it's really really magnetic Um, but again you know like the the relationships when they're when they're in their harmonious state um it It's very reminiscent of again, you know kind of like this idea of like uh like the concept of like a divine marriage where it's like a dyadic cyclone synergy, two parts create a bigger whole, and there's literally like something new that is birthed out of it um and again, even in those relationships where they might feel like they're incredibly harmonious and things like that, it doesn't mean that they won't come with their own challenges and obviously, through my own relationships over the years like they're they're all of us all of us have had these challenges where you know like you might just be with a person and you're like oh this is great this is great this is great and then there might be something that might happen like completely outside of your control and then the universe is like okay what do you do in this moment like how do you show up for this person right how do you show up in the midst of like trauma and chaos and things like that um and this is where you know like like how like being able to learn how to hold space for someone be it a friend or or a lover um in those times of uncertainty is a huge part of the experience of the lessons of the relationship, you know, um, for example, like this is like, I I was kind of thinking about this, uh, and, and, and and I'm not saying this to put, to put it as like a a downer or anything like that, but more sort of focus on just like the deepness of the love It's kind of like this idea where it's like, if you're with someone and you're kind of at this point in your journey and you're just like, okay, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to ride this out for as long as we can. And let's just kind of like aim for however long and stuff like that you have to expect that there will be certain points where bad things will happen and, and it, it will be stressful and there will be challenges. And, and I'm literally talking about things like, you know, like, um, and again, I'm not, I'm not trying I, I, I'm kind of resistant to say this cause I just don't want to put the thought in our mind, but it is just a reality of the situation where it's like, imagine being in like a soulmate relationship and you have to literally go through this process of like being with your partner when say, for example, like, their parents die or something like that like how do you show up in that moment how do you show up in those moments and so again like okay. those using that as kind of an extreme example um the moments that are fun and joyful and everything like those like those are great those are wonderful and everything like that but it's also those deep moments where there's like that unexpected shadow that arrives and everything like that and and then how do you show up then how do you really show up um so, and, and honestly like it's, it's interesting if you've ever gone to a if anybody here has ever gone to a transformational festival with a partner, usually transformational festivals can be very triggering in some ways. And if you've ever gone through that, that can usually um, sometimes be like a very uh, interesting dynamic experience to be able to help each other grow. Um, but the other thing I'll just say here, and, and again, somebody else, go ahead, put, put your hand up for anybody who wants to go. Cause I'm just like babbling right now. Camilla, thank you. Um, the other thing I was going to say uh, from my experience of kind of like the relationship thing um, Is very much this very magical concept of uh, what I basically refer to as reverse time theory, where it's basically this idea that like you meet someone and you can kind of like feel your future before it's happened. And, and, and I'm just mentioning that to just kind of like keep an eye open for it, because I think when it does kind of come to those soulmate relationships, it's very interesting because there's almost like this gravity, you know, like this is where you get into this concept of love literally being a force, you know, literally being something that pulls people together. Um, and I know that for for the relationship with, with my partner, um, it very was it very was this thing where like even before we were like in a relationship, I was like, whoa, like. Like I can feel like something and I'm not just making this up. Like, like I literally like love this person in a very deep way. Um, that was very, again, kind of like transcendental uh, in a sense, you know? And then there's like that first moment when, and I'm not trying to get personal, but when, you know, like you kiss and stuff like that. And I said this to them, I said this to them. I'm like, I'm like, whoa, okay. Like kissing you like here now for the very first time, like it feels like I've kissed you a thousand times before you know, and then it's just like, oh, that's so, so gushy and romantic, right, and, but I I literally wasn't joking, I literally, like, that was, like, me, like, that wasn't just, like, I wasn't trying to sound like, you know, like, um, like, uh, uh, why, why am I forgetting his name, the guy from The Notebook, I'm, and it's Ryan Gosling, yeah, there we go, anyways, Ryan, I, I have the same hat as him and stuff like that, but anyways, um, you know, I'm not just trying to sound like this kind of, like, sappy romantic and stuff like that, but I think, um, when it comes to the lessons of relationships and love and everything like that the thing that's always fascinated me is when you start getting into this very kind of like bigger picture of like seeing the union between souls um and really even like starting to get into this idea of like Like, have you like had dreams about your partner? And what does that look like when two people show up in a relationship with that kind of like spiritual awareness and stuff like that? And that's when the relationship starts getting very multidimensional. It's like you're dreaming about each other even before like things might happen and stuff like that. People talk about this. People talk about this all the time. Um, But again, you know, like I think in a lot of ways... We're destined to kind of meet certain people within our path and we're destined to kind of have these relationships and they're there literally to be able to help each other grow. Um, But the bigger thing I feel is that for those of us who are kind of on this conscious path, I feel that we kind of come together with certain partners uh, literally to be able to support each other on our mission of shifting consciousness. It's not literally just this thing where it's just like, oh, this is going to be a beautiful relationship just because, you know, we want you to be able to experience it. But it's like, no, you guys like actually chose to incarnate here like as a team to be able to support each other in like a mission to be able to help shift consciousness. Um, that's for me kind of like what I feel, um, fortunately, like in the relationship and And again, and that's like coming from like previous relationships where there wasn't that same kind of like spiritual maturity. And now I'm in a relationship where there's that same type of spiritual maturity. I'm like, yo, like this is exciting. Like I feel like I'm on like a secret mission with like my like secret alien space girlfriend or something like that here on earth to help change change the paradigm to something like that. Anyways. Um, yeah. Right. But anyways, I'm just talking from my own experience, but I, I imagine my experience is something that is kind of echoed in some of us who are kind of at that level where we're starting to get into those various degrees of relationships. Anyways, I babbled on there for a little bit too long. Camilla, I'll pass it over to you and please feel free to jump in and anybody else just uh, let us know afterwards. Go ahead, Camilla. <laughs> that was
4: awesome. Um, so yeah, I, regarding my relationship with my husband. So it's been a long road. Like I said, um, you know, I, I kind of started working on my shadows very recently. Um, so I was projecting a lot of my shadows onto him. I was still in a place where I wasn't being, um, able to talk or say what I was feeling. And finally, like I kind of, You know I allowed myself to be vulnerable and when I did this everything changed because so that was one of the breakthroughs of our relationship because our communication was terrible and so we were never able to you know be like in the same on the same page. So when I actually told him hey you know there's a lot of things about myself that I need to work on um, and I need you to like support me on this journey because, you know, it's gonna be hard, and it's I'm gonna be, you know, projecting things onto you, um, not necessarily because you're doing anything wrong, because but ju- I'm just like dealing with my own stuff, and that made all the difference because now he understood where I was coming from, why I was getting angry, why I was exploding like this. Uh, like a lot of situations that I brought on from past relationships and that he brought on from past relationships, we were able to kind of, you know, talk about it. And um, so that's absolutely key if you want a good relationship. So um, like I said, this started, so actually before COVID, we were actually going to separate and we were talking about like me moving to my mom's house and a lot of stuff we were like in a really bad place but it's really funny how you know life knows and the universe knows how to do things and how to where to put you know you have to be they they know where you have to be and so I kind of trusted uh you know that this was for a reason I thought that we were gonna you know Being in the same space, um, he was working from home. Uh, I'm a photographer, I work from home all the time. So I kind of was used to being here, but having him here kind of switched my whole routine, my whole life basically. And so he started to get on my nerves uh, a lot. And this made me actually see a lot of the things that I had to work through in order to, you know, I said, okay, if the universe is putting me in this situation with him, it's, it's, uh, you know, I need to understand that a relationship is not like, you know, the other person's not gonna bring me that happiness, I want, I need to find that myself. And so when I started to go through that myself and he knew that I was going through that, he was very supportive and actually you know I understood that this person was actually to be meant to be in my life because he was you know willing and wanting to do these things with me and to work through them with me at the same time as he like he told me you know I know that I need to work things for myself as well and so in order that you know for us to understand each other and get to this point where we can because we're very different people um like he works with he's a very you know <laughs> i don't know like he he likes to he's a statistician so i don't know like he's very organized and things like that i'm an artist i'm all over the place all the time like i'm you know emotional and passionate and i'm like oh you know and he's like the cool, and the you know he thinks like things before, and so actually, that was one of the issues because he kinda was looking for resolution right away all the time, and I couldn't give him resolution right away because I would explode you know i I was coming from a very emotional and passionate and not like really saying the things that I really wanted to say, but just exploding, you know. So, the fact that we knew that this was happening uh, also made us like work it through. So, now, like, we, like, if I get into that place, like, where I'm starting to, you know, bubble up and want to explode or whatever, you know, he understands that he needs to give me a little bit of time you know, to think things through and to actually be able to have a conversation and communicate with him. Because before we were just reacting, you know, we were just like, um, yeah, just reacting, not really uh, hearing what the other was saying. So this, this was huge, being vulnerable and being able to speak what you're going through and like, just not be afraid because if you're, if you're with the right person, the right person is going to go through it with you and you're both going to get to a place where you can ascend in love instead of falling in love. You know, it's very different. Um, I've fallen in love a lot of times and hit myself hard. And this has been a completely different experience. You know, it's been 11 years. We had a four year relationship, uh, from long distance, um, you know, it's been trying in a lot of ways. Also, culturally, um, even like the language. Sometimes um, I'll say things, and my tone, or you know, I don't mean to say it a certain way, but then he understands it differently. So now he knows, and so he asks me, like, are you saying this or are you saying that? You know, are you meaning this or are you meaning that? And the, uh, in the same way, I also ask him, but. It's it's very important to understand that you have to be vulnerable and, and you, you know, you need to let them know how you are, where you are um, in your, you know, process, otherwise it's just not going to work out. Yeah, that was it. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Thank you, Camilla, again, for, for sharing your wisdom from that experience. It's beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. All right. Um, I'm, I'm not going to jump in here just yet because, again, I just want to be able to pass the microphone around. We'll, we'll keep going. Um, we'll probably push this broadcast a little bit over two hours. If anybody needs to leave early, just let me know. Um, Felicia, you have your hand up. We'll pass it over to you. So, Felicia, you can go ahead and unmute yourself. And then, again, anybody else will get into some more conversation as we go. So, uh, Did it work? Yep, we oh, can God. Hear you. Did
7: it work? Okay. Good. Okay. Go ahead, I've, Alicia. This welcome. is the first time I've ever used Zoom, so this is interesting. Um. <laughs> um and uh, sorry if I'm especially like scatterbrained. I'm feeling, you know,
0: forewarning,
7: feeling many feels all around. You know, feel free to, uh, you know, cut me off or rain me in at any point. Um.
0: No worries. It's all.
7: But. <laughs> it's kind of funny every time I've done one of these things it's like I get all nervous once in a while and then I'm like as soon as I start talking like it it evens itself out um (laughs) we always work it out somehow but um it's it it, it's also hard with this one because I relate to like every detail like everybody's saying in one way or another so it's like all right come on channel those thoughts um and especially on both the good and bad sides, which is kind of how I'll uh, start to focus a little, um, that I've both been recently, like, learning so much and growing so much and having so many revelations from all, like, the negative parts of my past with relationships and, like, abuse and traumas and so on, and then realizing a lot of, like... Um, still like epiphanies about the good too and like um, oh man especially lately like uh, kind of not necessarily like it's weird it's not good or bad because it's grief but beautiful because some of y'all also like it's kind of like a Venn diagram the good the bad in the middle um, some of y'all especially in the YouTube uh, will hear me or the the discord too will hear me talk about my uh, friend Duby or uh, Greg and how he passed and he was so like, you know, crystals, everything spiritual and just like he would be right in with us, you know, if his body was here today um, and like having him as the spirit guide where I felt his presence, people have channeled him like while I was crying at festivals, like this one person, um, I met him and the person he knew had like the same parallel opposite situation they passed the same day and he like channeled him to tell me that he was proud of me like and it was one of those things like you just don't doubt it like you just kind of know uh like I'm not really like grasping the words um but and not derailing but going to one of the uh, more good things that even in any bad we had was a good thing that I think might have been if not him it was one of our friends that they were both actually present the night we met that I think are who brought me to Brendan's first things like uh broadcast like forever ago like not the full 10 years but it's been like more than five less than 10 I think um and that person was when when Brendan earlier was talking about remembering things before they've had before they've happened especially with these like twin flames and soulmates and so on especially the soulmates like and having like possibly having multiple twin flames or like some people you know talking about having multiple soulmates and he was the first person that I um had like really bonded with that about or thought about that with and um oh man I'm having I'm having a thought, but I really can't put it into words. So I might want to pass it to someone else for a bit because I'm like going on something with it, but I'm losing my like verbal, if that makes any sense. Um, yeah, if
0: you need, if you need to take a moment, that's totally fine. Yeah.
7: I, I think I have to take a break for a little bit. Um, no cause I like, I have other thoughts, but I just can't, um, put them into words right now. Oh, real quick. I will want to say that, um, as I, I was saying a little bit in the comments, but I just want to thank everybody for, uh, making me feel so comfortable with um my mouth stuff uh that is all thank you
0: wonderful thank you thank you Felicia for for being here and for sharing your voice awesome Wonderful. All right, team. Um, Yeah, again, I, I just want to be able to keep passing around. I'm, I'm curious, again, you know, like if anybody here, um, you guys are welcome to bring up all this stuff. But <clears throat> again, I kind of wanted to hear from like people on terms of like, you know, what makes a healthy relationship, you know, like even even for, for the females here, please feel free to even say, you know, like, what do you look for in a relationship and, and you know, just kind of. Opening up a little bit of that discussion to be able to bring forth a little bit of that, like divine feminine wisdom. So not to say that the males wouldn't be able to have the same thing, but um, again, just want to be able to welcome you guys to be able to share as well. So, um, Ashley, I can see you laughing at me. Do you want to go next? I'm just joking. <laughs> so, I mean, you're, you're welcome to. But again, I know we still have Kristen and Erica and anybody else. Uh, you guys just let me know. Just put, just put your hand up if you're ready to jump in Kristen. yeah okay cool we'll pass over to Kristen and uh we'll make sure see if the audio is working okay too so go ahead Kristen. hi
8: guys can you hear me okay yeah now? it sounds sounds fine you're awesome. good to go awesome well hey i just wanted to say i'm super proud of all of you for being so open and vulnerable and sharing your experiences it's always really lovely to be able to learn and grow from each other and every time we share our experience we are able to connect with each other on a deeper level and to be able to connect with ourselves too. So I just wanted to say, thank you all so much for being lovely mirrors and it's, that's lovely. Um, As far as uh, relationships go, I have always really thought that there's always something we can learn um, in every situation. And unfortunately, most of mine have been like karmic lessons learned, but at the end of the day, I am so grateful for every single lesson that I've had to learn no matter how bad or good it may have been because it has led me to a point in my life where i am able to better love myself and i think ultimately on my spiritual path relationships have been really important for me to be able to learn how to properly love myself and to learn how to speak up for myself and how to stand by my boundaries and to know that communication and trust and honesty are important and you know, being able to see those situations when they arise in relationships and being able to recognize like, hey, this is a really beautiful, awesome moment where we are communicating and, hey, maybe the communication isn't going great, but at least we were able to open up that channel of communication and grow with each other. And sometimes you grow closer and sometimes you grow farther, but at the end of the day, you both grew and that was what was important and what was meant to happen. So Um, there's a lot more I could say. I wrote a ton of notes here, but as far as just keeping it with like the lessons learned, I think that um, it's just really important to look at situations that arise in your relationships, whether it's romantic or friends or soulmate or twin flame or whatever you'd like to call it. Um, It's just important to really always look at the interactions you have with each other as opportunities to grow and learn about each other so that way you can heal and become better and become more and become more fulfilled in your purpose and so like I just think it's really important whenever we're reveling in the absolutely beautiful small moments that we are also like seeing those as like wow okay this is an opportunity for me to see like what I really value in a relationship and That way you can better fulfill your own life purpose. And um, yeah, I guess that's all I really have to say.
0: Awesome. Well spoken, Kristen. Thank you. And obviously, absolutely. There's always more for us to be able to dive into. So we'll, uh, again, I'm okay with keeping this broadcast going for a little bit longer just because I know there's such a, there's so many layers to this topic. So again, if anybody else, if you guys have particular things you guys want to jump in on, Um, just go ahead or again you know like even if you kind of want to approach it from the idea like imagine you're speaking to people who are you know younger and learning like what advice would you give them going into a relationship because again that's part of the intention here where Literally, like I, I just can't help but think of like the younger people who are being brought up in this world, and how confusing it must be for them to kind of be like navigating not only relationships but also their identity, their their perception of self-worth, and how to be able to approach relationships in healthy ways and things like that. Um, so, if there's things you want to talk about there, um, but yeah, again, you know, when when it comes to lessons, there's uh, one thing that I'll just mention real quick, and I'll I'll pass it over to whoever wants to go next. So again, just put your hands up uh, if you want me. And pass it over to you and um I'll pass it over to felicia one thing that um helped me in in one of my relationships this this, this was back in the day um and basically uh i'll just kind of i'll just kind of like share it just like fairly bluntly and and neither of these people are really in my life anymore and i'm not naming names or anything here but basically it was a circumstance um several several years ago where i was in a relationship with a partner um and then they started to develop feelings for someone else um and then we kind of like approach this whole conversation of like like oh you know like can this be an open relationship sort of thing and even then like the term polyamory wasn't even in my lexicon like that i didn't know what that was um so that's where it was just kind of like it's like this is an open relationship and then for me like that was so confusing i'm like i don't really understand what is actually like happening here and how to navigate this and stuff like that and neither did they and that was kind of the thing is that we just kind of had to accept the fact that we were both just kind of like moving through things and i think a lot of it is you know lack of education lack of mentorship that kind of leads people to kind of going down these roads that ultimately just kind of like in retrospect could have been done differently but one of the things in particular was um moving up to this point where like i could feel myself like kind of like like I, I, I was almost trying to like stop it from happening. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, how could, like, I don't want her to be with this other partner. Like, this is an old version of me, right? Because like, I know like that will be really challenging for me. And so I was really approaching it from the perspective of like, how will this make me feel? And so I was like, almost kind of like trying to put myself, like I was trying to navigate it and looking back on it, I had to like ask myself, I'm like, I'm like, was I being manipulative? Like, was I like unconsciously being manipulative? And it, like, in some ways, like there was a little bit of that behavior Um, but it was also coming from again just this like not knowing how to navigate this and this insecurity but as the relationship continued eventually it kind of got to the point where I was like I was like okay like this is like a train like I can't stop this like they they've got chemistry between them something's happening here like I can't stop this. Like there's certain things that are outside of my control. Therefore, what is within my control? What is within my control that I can focus on? And what I could focus on was my response and my internal perception. And so this is my lesson. What I actually did is that I actually spent time meditating deeply and basically running through almost like a simulation in my mind of how it would feel Knowing that like they got together sort of thing, like literally to the point of like them, you know, like being intimate with each other. And I was literally just like before it even happened, I was literally just like, okay, like I'm going to I'm going to assume it's already happened just to kind of run this as a simulation. And then I just like meditated like so hard and just felt so deeply and basically just felt everything I needed to in that moment And then eventually I just kind of like moved into this clearing process, released all of this stuff. And again, even with that kind of shifted into this paradigm of being able to be like, okay, you know, like this is, you know, I can't stop her from doing this. I don't want to stop her from doing this. So this is what she wants. Then that's obviously her choice. All I hope is that she communicates things clearly, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then fast forward, like a little bit later, um, she didn't really communicate things clearly, but eventually it comes to the surface that I find out that the two of them had been intimate with each other while we were still in a relationship. And again, there wasn't like the communication just wasn't there, so it was a little bit, a little bit messy and stuff like that. But what was interesting was my ability to kind of like be in the presence of that information with just this like utmost serenity like instead of like because i literally meditated it on my own ahead of time it's not like when she told me i was like flips table react with anger and stuff like that which a part of me because because i already did that like in my own internal process in a safe and healthy way. And then literally when she told me, like I just literally was like there in just like a super present way and was just like as supportive as possible, as supportive as possible. And then flash forward a little bit later, uh, she ended up, ending the relationship with me and she went on to be in a relationship with that guy and then flash forward a little bit later. And eventually like, I'm like at a point where, you know, I'm able to be in the same space with them. And I'm like, Hey, like, I'm happy for you guys. Like, I'm literally happy for you guys. So that was, um, for me, a a big lesson and another lesson I'll just, or maybe I'll, I'll save another lesson for later. I'll pass it over to Felicia. And then I there's another one I want to share. That's important because again, I want to share it so that you guys can kind of like learn from it as well. Felicia, did you want to go next? Did you want to pass back to you? Yeah. Uh, sorry, if you unmute. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Felicia. You can unmute yourself if you want to go next. Yeah.
7: Okay. There we go. Yep. Sorry, sorry. My phone's a little slow. Okay, cool. Um. So I think I might end up leaving um, this one a little brief, but with the concept of uh, it's sort of a paradox between um going wanting to go back and like tell your younger self, like warn them, like when you have these epiphanies of like, Wow, like I wish I could go back in time in my little like TARDIS for you know any Hubians, Doctor Who fans, like and, and go and tell them, like, hey, like take them by the shoulders and like what are you doing? or this person is being blah blah blah, but then realizing later on like wow no but I needed to go through that exactly how it is and have that exact lesson but you still want to like go back and maybe it's even good to do some like particular meditation therapy with a sort of going back and and talking to your younger self and being like hey you know like it's gonna be all right like this really sucks now but um But, you know, that there's that part of you that, you know, wants to go back in time and be like, what were you doing? But then you're like, wait, no, I actually years later needed to realize that, no, I needed to go through that lesson exactly as it was, exactly as absolutely excruciating as it was at the time. Um, And I feel like also I couldn't, um, I wouldn't be able to quite like, put it all into words, because not also, not all of it was exact, but, like, the 50% that was exactly on point, like, that I related to with what your, the story you just shared, Brendan, was, like, if anyone saw my face, like, that's what I was doing, I was, like, oh, man, yeah, that is, 50% of that is part of a, a really big thing I've been going through therapeutically lately, so it's, like, I don't know, it's something where I hate ever hearing anybody that, like, I care about in any form goes through something awful but when like there's that point of when things happen to other people that you've been kind of isolated about it's like oh my god I know how that feels Ah, oh, you know like that oh man what was that one theory I heard about and I saw a meme about it a couple years ago it was called like same hat like I don't know if anyone knows what I'm talking about with the whole same hat thing um feel like i'd think too hard about that i actually went on a little bit longer than i planned to on that one so i think i will pass it back to someone else for now but um i wanted to get at least those like base points out there and yeah apparently a couple add-ons too but uh yeah i definitely like wanted to put that part out there and it was really kind of therapeutic in Mm. like the 50 to I don't know, 60 to 70 percent or so I related to Mm. with the story you were telling, Brendan. I was like, oh, my gosh, that's exactly that main thing I've been dealing with lately and processing and having all these like strong epiphanies about often channeling them during the morning meditations with our Mm. dragon roars like, "Ah, like, no, I see the strength now. And, you know, some days I still have my days of like, no and doubt, but. You know what even in this past like what it's really weird thinking it's only been actually probably about two weeks since i found these broadcasts again after searching for them again for a couple years like the last time i did one of these was like give or take when i oh dropped my phone oh there it goes can you still hear me okay when i first moved to vermont um but that was still a couple years ago and i'm like it's only been two weeks since i connected with everyone again and just like. I don't even think a full two weeks, and just in that time, the um, the amount of things that have like changed and grow, grew and progressed that probably would not have been the same, you know, any other way. And just I am so grateful for, and I think I'll leave it at that. Because if I go on a gratitude tangent with y'all, I don't know, we'd be here forever, and somebody'll have to shut mm. me up. <laughs>
0: That's, that's good Felicia, i
7: love you me. all i know a past pass, pass it on to someone else for a while
0: wonderful thank you thank you Felicia so much beautiful awesome all right um yeah I, I, again we, we can keep we can keep passing here like again there's there's a couple other stories uh, that i kind of i'll share at some point um i mean if you guys are interested i don't want to hear about my romantic adventures and stuff like that i don't know it's up to you um but again i share it only with the purpose of being able to share the lesson that i've learned from it so if anybody else wants to be able to jump in any particular lessons chris yeah was that your hand up yeah okay cool pass it over to chris chris when you're ready go right ahead dude
1: yeah so um uh, yeah, I wanted to, like, um, definitely bring up, like, you know, like, a lesson that I feel like I learned, like, you know, through one of my past, like, relationships, but, like, before I even got into that, like, I wanted to, um, like, I've, like, pulled up, like, kind of, like, this one, like, article that, like, you know, Matt Kahn, who you were talking about, like, um, who you brought up, like, you know, into the discussion, and, uh, you know, I feel like he really illustrates this concept of, like, you know, kind of, like, um, our, like, twin flames and stuff like that that we have in life, like, he illustrates it really well, so I was, like, you know, kind of, like, Um, redefine the term you know to make more sense of it like you know because there is so much misconception kind of like around that and um, you know um, so like I just wanted to read like just really briefly like what he says because it plays into like the example that I'm going to be giving so you know he basically says you know like a twin suggests a reflection while a flame like so like the twin aspect like a twin suggests a reflection while a flame ignites and burns what is no longer needed for the journey ahead A soul is your individuated expression of divinity and a mate refers to the play of physical form where our true eternal essence expresses as the truth of it all throughout a union of divine characters or counterparts. He says like for some, it may seem contrary to their known definitions, but as these terms are redefined, clarity, healing, and resolve can be delivered to those whose spiritual aspirations have been stifled by codependent relationships, cycles of grief and emotional trauma. And so the essence of redefining these terms is not relying on external relationships, no matter how energetically charged they they seem to be. So you may recognize each other as a gift that brings to life the soulmate of your highest of your highest self in form. So like you know, like I think that that touches upon just right there. Like even like you know, like so many of the things that were kind of discussed in terms of um,
8: <clears throat>
1: you know being able to see the lesson, like you know, and see seeing the relationship as a gift, like you know in. <laughs> in like uh, in retrospect and you know like it's like I think that that whole aspect in of itself like I've like done like a lot of thinking like just about that like you know and being able to like you know kind of like it's just about like you know clearing trauma from our past like you know that we really like carry with us you know whether it be from past lives like whether it be from like past experiences that we bring with us like it's kind of like redefining something that maybe in the past was like you know like a traumatic experience and we looked at it as being something that was negative and you know maybe it takes like um, a couple months, like you know, maybe it takes a year, maybe it takes ten years for us to, you know, kind of like see the light within that darkness that we experience. But you know, ultimately, we can see how, like, you know, it, it was able to propel us towards more of our 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 highest good. So you know, like, and what it and what he like continues on in the article as saying, um, with saying is that you know this invites us, you know, like this recognition of being able to see ourselves more clearly through this mirror, you know, through this this twin. You know, and this flame aspect of, you know, kind of like burning away what what is no longer needed within us. Like, I love that, like, kind of um, definition and, like, kind of way in which he um, explains that. You know, he says that this, like, you know, relationship invites us to discover true liberation, autonomy, and communion with the oneness of your own divine heart space. As you cultivate wholeness in yourself, you're able to draw toward you an external reality that matches your internal state of being instead of a world that appears in contrast to your highest truth. And yeah, and he says like, unquestionably, everything you've known to be true up to this point will become the next dream you will be guided to awaken from. If not, it remains a prison of personal certainty that can inspire you to lash out, reject, or shut down toward those who are merely here to challenge the boundaries of interpretation. Yeah, it says like you know the only thing we don't wake up from is love like you know it's like well love is a timeless gift of connection that relationships can expire it is but a sneak preview of the depth of harmony and perfection that completes you from within once it is fully integrated and yeah i won't like read the whole rest of his his thing but you know like i think it's just this idea of like you know being able to um kind of like wake up from the aspect of like seeing the experience as being something that was negative and you know being able to see it like you know really just as this like you know divine play like you know and bringing you both to kind of like this greater sense of love for yourself and it's like so I'm going to give the example now um you know of like the relationship you know that I was in when I was in um college I was uh when I was uh, going to school and this took place kind of at like a, a really like intense time during my life too where I was like really um uh, I had like a bunch of these incomplete like homework assignments and stuff like that and, and all these papers that were like stacking up that I had to do and a lot of it was because of the relationship that was kind of like you know I was devoting so much of my time and energy into it you know kind of going back to what Rachel was um even like talking about just like you know kind of like you know, spending so much time, like, with someone that, you know, you block out, like, everything else, like, it was kind of, like, you know, like, that, like, was taking precedence over everything else, like, you know, within my life, and, like, the the hardest aspect of it, honestly, was just that, you know, like, one of the aspects of the relationship dynamic was that, you know, like, it was taking precedence over so many of these other things, but, like, from her perspective and what she would communicate to me was that I, like, wasn't spending enough time with her at all, so it was, like, literally, like, contrary to, like, everything that I was actually doing, so I was, like, literally, like, you know like it's like you don't love me you know you're not like you know what I mean like always here for me and it was like what like are you kidding me like you know you like that's exactly like what I'm doing all the time and it was just kind of like what the whole relationship brought me to see though was like you know like apologizing for things that I wasn't sorry for and you know like um you know being told that I wasn't being enough when you know I really knew within my heart that I was being enough so it was like you know reflecting back to me all these aspects of myself that you know like I really that it really helped to empower me after the situation because it was like yo like I was just completely giving my power away to someone else and basically just kind of like allowing them to manipulate me and allow it and you know allowing that through being in the relationship myself so, you know as much as like within that situation I was kind of like you know seeing like or, like, you know, like, right after it, too, just seeing, like, you know, her as the toxic kind of person. It's kind of, like, at the same time, you know, I was very much so, like, you know, involved within that. And, you know, the hard, the hard thing, too, within the relationship, too, that was that, like, part of what kept me in the relationship for so long, because it was, like, these kind of, like, things were happening throughout the relationship, where it was, like, you know, at one point, like, I woke up, like, in the morning with her, and I, like, you know, put my hand on her in the wrong way. Like, it was, like, a completely not, like bad way but it triggered something within her from her traumatic past that like caused her to scream at me and tell her me to like you know get the hell out of her house and that she was like gonna call the cops on me you know what I mean like literally like screaming at me like for like you know just for doing something that you know I knew in my heart was out of love but that was the thing it was kind of like you know just to hear that reaction that was just like you know basically telling me that that's not what I was doing was so like jarring for me and stuff and like that's what made me maybe perceive it you know in that kind of like way that was just really um awful but you know that I guess that's what um what I'm trying to say though is that like from that situation what I was able to see though was that or what kind of kept bringing me back like to being with her though was that you know she would like apologize to me the next day and basically say that that was coming up from her past relationships and stuff like that so I had compassion for that so that's what made it such like a hard like thing because it was basically just like you know like i understood that that was kind of this trauma from the past but it was just the thing that i needed to be there for me instead of being there for someone else like you know it took, it kind of like really like <laughs> like you know um grinded me down to like really needing to really needing to see that that like you know it's like before i can really be there for someone else like you know i need to be there for me so as much as like you know i care about her and as much as i can see that you know like this is coming up from the trauma of her past it's kind of like that that trauma from her past is affecting me so much so it's like you know I needed to like remove myself from that situation despite the fact that I could see through it like with the clarity of like what it was it was just like you know putting me in jeopardy and like you know putting my own needs um at the expense of someone else's needs and I think that like you know that's what Is the touchstone to so many relationships is being able to get clear on what you actually want within your partner and what you actually what you actually need instead of just kind of like you know being attracted to someone else in this very physical way where we kind of like sacrifice our own needs at the expense of like people pleasing and being there for someone else and you're like this is just something that has come up multiple times in my life you know outside of romantic relationships you know just putting other people's like you know happiness before my own and you know so it's like you can see how this is like I feel like a lot of these relationship dynamics we draw into our beingness, like, you know, through these kind of patterns that we're working on outside of just romantic relationships. But it's like, you know, like not being enough, like, you know, like people pleasing, putting other people's needs before my own. It's like we can talk about these things and relate to the larger concept of like what these relationships are reflecting back to us at like a level of how are we, how are our relationship dynamics with everyone? How are we like, you know, showing up? for everyone are we showing up in a state of like lack of not being enough of people pleasing you know like and it's like we can we can through these mirrors reflect they reflect back to us you know these things that we really can work on that can bring us into the state of you know personal evolution and growth so you know from that experience I was able to really like you know reclaim a lot of my power I feel like back just because it was like that that like really sharp reflection that was just kind of like you need to like be here for you and that's part of the reason why I actually like withdrew from being at school and you know it brought me home here where I am now you know and it's kind of like I've been doing so many of these things more independently for myself instead of just kind of like you know being at school more for my parents you know what I mean instead of like being at home for for like me because like I saw that that place wasn't really benefiting my highest good so it's like yeah, you know, that whole relationship and that whole situation really just brought me back into more of my power and, you know, more of, a, um, yeah, and, and more into my purpose, like, you know, like here on earth. So, yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to share some of that. And thank you for allowing me to open up and, and talk for a while. But yeah.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Chris, for sharing. I could definitely see a lot of people like nodding along and some comments in the chat and everything like that. And now absolutely. Again, you know, like I think one of the one of the common themes that kind of comes up in relationships both for men and for women for male and for female is this idea of either feeling like you're too much or feeling like you're not enough you know it's kind of like one of these things and that's something where again you know with a with the right partner hopefully you don't have to feel that but at the same time usually it kind of comes even from childhood or something like that you know if like Your dad was like, oh, God, would you just stop for once? Like, you know, like that type of thing. And then it brings itself into the relationship. The relationships in themselves are literally this process of, you know, it's a journey of shared healing in in a lot of ways. Not that it always is. Like, that's not always the focus of it. But in a lot of ways, it is. Because you can't come into a relationship without bringing your wounds into it. And hopefully in a healthy dynamic relationship, it gives you the opportunity to see where those wounds are and to really, again, to be able to hold space for it. And I think when it comes to, again, like the dynamics of a healthy relationship, what I've learned is that a lot of that healing takes place, not so much because you're like literally like trying to heal someone, but you're literally just holding space For them to be able to clear their heart, to speak their truth, to move the energy and to be in that space where they feel safe in doing that. And I think in a lot of ways, you know, we often carry shame related to our wounds, you know, we have a hard time kind of expressing them. And so what does it mean to kind of be with a partner who literally and genuinely is like, I love you for all of who you are. Like, I love you for your past. I love you for the things that you've gone through. I love you through, I love you for your light and your shadow, right? Like, I think that level of maturity is incredibly powerful within a relationship, but that can only be brought into a relationship after you've kind of cultivated it within yourself. You know, otherwise it's just kind of like, you're you're kind of like, it's like, it's not really like there's a genuineness that won't really fully be there um but yeah a lot of other things to hit upon rachel did you want to jump in is your hand like half up is that sure yeah okay (laughs) all right there's a lot more obviously i think a lot of us got a lot to share like i said there's a couple other stories but those can wait um rachel yeah we'll pass it over to you then i'm just
6: sensing that you really wanted us to touch on some healthy dynamics since we have been talking about our past experiences obviously things not Working out for most of us, um, that is really amazing. Though um, your experience with your current partner and um, what you shared there about just having that um, feeling of like a gravitational pull, like it was just like meant to be before, like you know, like knowing things before it actually happened, that's really beautiful. Um, and so you presented the question of what we might be looking for in a partner and and what a healthy relationship might look like in our minds now. Um, especially like I can say, um, based on what I've been through, I've come to, um, really, um, seeing things as more of a, uh, not having expectations, um, not necessarily like coming up with a picture in my head of what the ideal relationship might look like, because, um, I don't want to, I want to trust in the universe, trusting that, um, by allowing myself to be open to the possibilities that the right person will come into my life naturally without like, you know, the idea that when you stop looking for something, it it comes back to you. Um, or, uh, you know, like you've lost something and the minute you stop looking, there it is. So I feel like that's kind of the outlook I'm having, um, as far as uh, finding that healthy, like, meant to be kind of soul connection with somebody where it just kind of happens and it isn't like I need to find it because um, my past relationship I was talking about we actually met on tinder and I felt that immediate connection he was the only guy I ever went on a date with from tinder but he was totally a karmic relationship I have, was looking actively saying I want to be in a relationship right now I need to be in a relationship right now and then I found him and I immediately attached to him And so now I'm at this place where I'd I'd rather not have any expectations and kind of have absolute trust that um, everything that's happening is happening for my highest good. And that's what what is meant for me will come to me Um, and not having a desire or need to control any other person other than myself. So I know we've been talking about this a lot, that it is all about ourselves first, Um, but also the idea that, um, you know. I need to be my own person first before I can um, commit to another person. And um, really having this open communication, we've talked about that a lot too, that communication is really key. Um, so for me, it really boils down to finding someone that I can talk to about anything that I can trust um, and realizing that, um, you know, it's okay to. Um, to not know what the future is going to look like and just trust that it's unfolding exactly as it's meant to, you know? So I hope that kind of helps a little bit with the healthy side of things, but
0: yeah. Yeah. No, no. I I think, I think that's great. I mean, I think it's interesting because we talk about this idea of like not having expectations and and again, for anybody else, just, just put your hand up if you guys are ready to go will pass it to you. Um, Yeah. Again, I'll just say this real quick. Um, But yeah, I, I think, there is this idea of like it's great to not have expectations but at the same time it's great to still have like trying to think of the best word here like kind of like virtues and uh containers and um like a mutual respect uh for each other so so in a way like it's like it's like there actually should be expectations Um, within a relationship but those expectations are something that like both people have agreed upon and what's important is that if there needs to be a change in those expectations then it should be communicated right like that's kind of where it works Um, because again it's kind of like the, the one thing the one thing that I've experienced um from being with relationships and stuff like that, um, for me, being in a relationship—I'll just say this real quick—and I'll pass it to Ashley. For me, being in a relationship is actually very liberating, and it gives me a sense of freedom. And what I mean by this—and this may be a little bit different from something—and maybe you know, like even hearing it from from a male might be a little bit new. Um, but basically, like when I'm not in a relationship and I'm kind of in that in-between stage, I'm kind of in that limbo stage, sort of thing like there is kind of like this tendency of and, and this is more from younger me this is from like years and years and years ago so i wouldn't necessarily say it would still apply but when i was younger it was kind of like this stage of like you know always kind of keeping my eyes open for who that next partner may or may not be or you know like i'd be like i would at social events and i'd kind of be like seeing things or i'd be like interacting with people and i'd be like oh you know like do i have a crush on them like like do it like do they like me and there was always kind of like this if and or thing um kind of playing out in my head but what I found is that as I've kind of evolved and gotten into those like healthy relationships, ones where I like really feel that depth of commitment and that depth of like, yo, like I am devoted to you, like in that act of devotion, in that choice of devotion, it actually liberates me um, from having kind of like second thoughts about like still, you know, again, kind of like in in the 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 wounded part of a culture where again, you know, you'll get like, the, there's like the meme right of like the guy who's like with a girl and he turns around and he's looking at the other girl it's a very like kind of like cliche sort of mentality um where it's like oh you know like if you're if you're with a girl like you might still like other girls and stuff like that and not to say it's not impossible but from my experience um when i'm really with a partner who i really really love I won't be in this place where I'm kind of finding my mind distracted by like, Oh, like, you know, like, like, Oh, like maybe I should ask that person out and maybe I should do this as if I'm kind of like always like kind of like looking for something and kind of trying to like, it's like, I'm on like a scavenger hunt or something like that. And so once I'm with that partner, I'm like, I don't have to look anymore. Like it's right here. Like, and, and because of that, it allows me to just like focus so much more on all the other things within my life, such as myself um, and, and such as our, our, our relationship. Um, there's a couple other things I was going to say, but I'll pass it over to Ashley for, for now. So Ashley, go right ahead. Anything else you want to add and jump right in. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. I wanted to touch on um, yeah more the healthy side and communication with everything and um, basically that in getting into a relationship and wanting it to follow in that healthy regard there is still these working of these two aspects like with our partner like there needs to be that energy of uh, like you've explained of being able to hold space where we feel safe but we also have to do the work and acknowledge our traumas in which we might not feel safe and be willing to just take a little bit of that step forward with them and know that they're not there to absolve us of our trauma to heal our trauma completely and um in the same essence we can hold space for them we can acknowledge their trauma but we're not there to heal um or to fix them either uh because because then it starts getting into this dynamic of kind of a victim and savior mode instead of being balanced. And like, I'll give a super personal, but I think it's really funny example. When um, I first met my boyfriend now, I had been in a string, one main one in little bits of abusive relationships. And it was really hard for me to communicate because I felt like the moment I was going to share how I felt, I was going to be persecuted in some way. I was terrified of the person being mad at me and this like big old fight was just gonna explode even though that didn't exist. And and so he, he was a person to give me safe space. And every time I, in the beginning, every time I needed to communicate my feelings, this is how I'd be. I'd have to put a blanket over my head And I would have to talk about my feelings like that, because that's how I felt safe. And I couldn't be the person to be like, oh, no, like, you know, my my traumas are reacting like uh, they're going to get mad at me. I can't say anything. Hide. Hide. Just go into this ball and don't don't reclaim your voice. Like I had to take the steps and slowly I withdrew the blanket and now I can have more conversation. Um, and yeah, so it's kind of, it's, it's this dynamic balance of the divine masculine and they both do the same elements really on the other side. But just for this example, the divine masculine kind of giving that space of being the divine protector, the divine nurturer, and um, with the woman also standing in her divine femininity, her goddess power to voice her opinion and, and say her needs and for them to be um, respected within the whole dynamic. So, yeah, n- n- none of the captains save a hoe, whether it's a girl or a guy, like it's just always going to turn into some type of toxic balance because the only person we can truly save uh, is ourselves And ashley.
0: beautiful thank you thank you ashley yeah no ab- absolutely again echoing um echoing that just from uh a, a little bit of just like not not fully personal experience but but yeah absolutely again you know like I, I i know from like feedback that i've had with other partners that have gone through you know things that they've had trouble you know talking about is that it's not always going to be this thing where it's like it's like oh like they're expecting me to do something specific but like literally if i can just be there like just be there and be there, but this is the important thing. Not just be there, but to literally be there in like a presence of like non-judgment and deep compassion, you know? And to like literally just kind of like help them communicate and help them feel safe, right? Cause that's that's what you want a relationship to be in in, in like that healthy dynamic. You want it to feel safe. You don't want it you don't want it to feel like you're like walking on eggshells or it's a little rocky, and every week you're like, what if, what if, what if type thing, you know, once the communication is kind of solidified and again, I think that comes as a result of maturity on both sides, then it gets to the point where like, there's just like this, this, this depth of stability. And then from that stability, this is the exciting part where you really get to take this like plunge into the depths of love. And like, that's kind of like where I feel like I'm like kind of at this stage um, with like my personal relationships uh, compared to the ones in the past, it was always kind of like, like they were there. Um, but like, the, it the, it it wasn't it didn't it I it didn't go as deep as it could in the sense that even then I didn't even know what to compare it to you know it just was what it was but now I'm kind of at this point where it's like yo like we've been like working on our stuff for like quite a while like there's like you know there's like maturity on both sides here and everything like that and then it's like okay yes there's still things that are healing and things right now but that's not necessarily the foreground therefore like what does it mean for us to like really dive into the depths of this love right and then it gets into this like really again this really um this is where you start getting into this idea of like the alchemical marriage you know this is a very like gnostic concept that really talks about this idea of like through the the process of like the yin and the yawn kind of coming together and it can be for male female or again for for female female and for male male however you want to be able to to work with those energies but it just like a, it literally is this process where again even through like the the cultivation of the sexual energy and moving into that sexual practice and everything like that like the, the Gnostics like the ancient practices of spirituality literally talk about it being um. Something something that literally like awakens consciousness like it literally like moves energy up through the spine it moves and it clears blockages and things like that and again so like on some level it's like yo like yeah babe like let's like hang out and watch netflix and stuff like that that's cool you can still do that and everything like that but then on like another level it's like yo like let's like activate who we are as like multi-dimensional beings and creators and just like just like artists and just like you know just like this next level of kind of like the human experience um that is possible and I, and again i think that in itself is something to kind of be able to to want in a relationship to really like set that goal for yourself. Like it's okay. It's okay, you know? Like some people just be like, "Oh, you know, I just want the company." But if you're like, "Yo, like I'm actually looking for someone to consciously evolve with and to be able to be in that space to support and hold and hold each other up to that accountability and everything like that, like that's an that's that is a type of level, that is a type of level of relationship that is needed right now um i i again i think it's kind of like a, it's like a microcosm microcosm of the macrocosm um and one thing and i'll just say this here and again somebody uh put put your hand up if whoever wants to go next and we'll pass over to you carly we'll pass over to you um the one thing that i that i love and i'll and I'll just share this and again this is just kind of you know the romantic side the cancerian side of me but i want to be able to share this for each and every single one of you where it's literally this process of being able to understand that like when you love Your partner, like specifically, like, yes, you can apply this to like individuals in a, you know, in a platonic way. But specifically, like when you are intimate with a partner in a very present way, not in a superficial way, but in a very present way, your love is literally healing the planet. Like your act of love is literally magic that is literally healing the collective consciousness of the planet. As crazy as that sounds, because it's just like, but we're just in our bedroom like what like no like it's like nothing's happening in the bedroom that expands beyond but on an energetic level you are like anchoring in these like divine energies and this divine presence and this depth of love that again is something that will ignite within you and it will kind of go out into the cosmos but then again it also allows it to be seen and in a lot of ways like even just for for my personal relationship like i've i'm Quite private with my relationship and I will continue to be quite private but I understand and and for those of you who even saw like you guys saw like a a video that I put up on TikTok of my girlfriend skateboarding and stuff like that no and you guys were just like oh my god that was so adorable and the reason why I put that up there was to be able to share some of the energy of what we have been cultivating to be able to help like spark and inspire something in other people's hearts to just kind of like show a little bit of an example to say like, this is what we can all have. This is something that can be strived toward. You can all have, again, this kind of like cuteness, adorable elements of love kind of blossoming in your life um, and everything like that. So again, you know, I'm not trying to flaunt my relationship, but at the same time, I understand that if my relationship that I've put a lot of work into can in some ways be a beacon and an example of what is possible with inside the hearts of each and every single one of us then under understandably in that place i understand that there is a purpose in allowing me to be able to share a little bit of my story because i think when we have something to work towards it can kind of spark a little bit of hope and and i i feel that again like within each side within within all of us again like that is something that we are all that we are all worthy of you know and it is something that we are all here to be able to to experience in our own in our own unique ways so um, anyways, sorry, I hope that wasn't too gushy and mushy and stuff like that, unless that's you guys like the gushy and mushy. So, uh, Carly, I'll pass it over to you if you're ready. So pass it over to you, Carly, go right ahead.
3: Uh, yeah, I feel like I can relate to a lot of what you just said. Um, it's like kind of hard to talk about because sometimes it feels like really overwhelming at times, like when you're really deeply in love with someone at least for me, like, it's something, like, I've never experienced ever before, like, you just look in their eyes, and you just feel, like, so overwhelmed with emotion, and just, like, pure love, like, it's just amazing, Um, and something that we really like to do together is, like, meditate together, Um, like, at night, we, like, lay in bed, and we, like, just have our own, like, moment together, and meditate and I feel like that really brings us close together and allows us to connect like even deeper and like it was really special when he proposed to me um (laughs) we were like laying in bed meditating and then when like the timer went off he like he proposed like with my like song and everything so it just made me feel like so like seen and like loved deeply on like a soul level like and the way that he just encourages me to like be my better self and to like pursue the things that like set my soul on fire and like I can do that for him as well it's just a really amazing experience like I've never had before like with anyone else and like on a daily basis we're both like saying to each other like do other people like experience this like is this something that everybody gets to go through or are we just like so blessed and lucky to experience this ourselves? And I just hope that like every single being out there finds that type of love and lets it transform their life basically. (laughs) So to get really feely. (laughs) Yeah. It's just been amazing and I'm just so grateful for him. Um, And another lesson that I've learned, like, by being in this relationship is, like, when you're both growing in your own ways, um, sometimes, like, things come up that you have to overcome together and, like, learn how to problem solve, Um, and that's going to come up in every relationship you go through, like, especially healthy relationships. Like, you constantly have to evaluate, like, what is working for us and what we can change to, like, be even better. And, like, a big part of that for us has been, like, compromising and hearing, like, both of our sides and coming together to, like, make an agreement or, like, figuring out how we're going to get through it. Um, And sometimes it's really hard. (laughs) to get through some things but like ultimately like I know I'm with the right person and like that we can get through anything that we want to um because we've done it before time and time again and I just have like so much faith that like no matter what happens that we'll be able to like work through whatever problems that we have so yeah I just hope like I just wish that everybody in the world gets to feel the way that I feel about him and feels like so secure and safe and seen and loved. And I hope like if all of you, if you've not experienced that, like will very soon and just enjoy every moment you have with that person because you never know like how long you have and sometimes, like, the moments can be really hard, but, like, the good ones are, like, totally worth living through the moments that are not as fun to live through, so, yeah, thank you for you all listening and being here tonight.
0: Beautiful. It's been wonderful. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, Carly, for for sharing, And, and, yeah, it's just wonderful just listening to your experience and hearing you share from the heart, absolutely, so, yeah, beautiful. There's um one thing I was going to say just related to what Carly was saying. And then uh, again, we'll pass it over to whoever wants to, again, just put a hand up for whoever wants to go next and we'll pass it over to you. One thing I was going to say, and this, this is actually a very, 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 very powerful idea. And, and I hope in me saying it, it really just kind of like sparks something for you that allows you to kind of like shift the paradigm. And I hope you carry this perception with you. When you're in a relationship, be it romantic or platonic, but specifically romantic when you're with a partner, when you get into those moments where there may be disagreements and arguments, so to speak, instead of necessarily seeing it as like you versus the other person, what you can do is you can actually choose to see it as you and your partner versus the situation. And when you understand it that way, instead of it just being like, oh, like it's, it's us and we're just butting heads and everything like that, it allows you to kind of step back and just be like, okay, like we're going through something together. Let's kind of like see the bigger picture, look at things from both sides. Again, kind of, you know, figure out compromises, listen, pay attention, really be present. And then knowing that that situation is literally there for you to be able to move through it together. And again, kind of like with what Carly is talking about, like Carly is, Again, you know, talking about this this beautiful relationship that, that she has cultivated over the years, which not did like those relationships like they don't do they don't just like pop up and then it's like, oh my goodness, it's like a fairy tale and everything's perfect and everything like that. Like the best relationships come as a result of you going through those challenges together and then eventually it gets to the point where like both of you are just like, yo, like we've gone through enough at this point that I know we can go through anything. And it just gives you this like utmost strength. And again, and with that kind of knowing, it allows you to really drop into this deep space of devotion, you know? And this is where, again, I think in a lot of ways in society, it's like men have kind of been like conditioned, which is a part of our own healing. Like men have a lot of healing to do and everything like that, where they have a hard time kind of like dropping into this space of loyalty and devotion and things like that. Um, Because again, I think it, it takes a degree of maturity in it. And I think for, for a lot of men, um, especially if they're kind of like young and kind of like in that, like bachelor lifestyle and things like that, like they're, they're, they're probably like, af- in some ways, you know, it's like, they're afraid to like give up the what ifs and they're afraid to give up like the kind of the superficial lifestyle. And at the same time, they're probably afraid to like, let someone even get that close to them, you know, it's like to, for them to actually be seen when they take the armor off. But the one thing that I'll say here that I think is incredibly beautiful is to understand that again, you know, like, On a cosmic level, when you get into these deep relationships, what I love to be able to perceive them as is not even just so much as like, oh, okay, here's me with my partner. It's like literally like, yo, like here is like us as the universe like making love, like in love, like it is literally the universe incarnated into physical form, literally loving one another. And the deeper part of that is literally for your entire relationship to almost be like an act of worship. And, and, and i say this in a very particular way where it's kind of like, almost like it's like, what does it feel like for, for, you know, like for two people to actively worship each other, not from a place of, of kind of like superficiality or anything, but literally, you know, each and every single morning to kind of like honor your partners, your partner, like as a goddess or to honor again, like your, your male partner or whatever, to honor them like a king, to treat them like a queen type thing, you know, because we are worthy of that. We are absolutely worthy of that. And I think some people would almost have like a little bit of resistance because there, that might even be a little bit outside of, their paradigm but I think um, after the relationship is developed and you're kind of at that place of maturity I think it's incredibly powerful um, for both partners to actively kind of like worship each other and not in like again not in like this egoic way where it's like oh praise 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 but at the same time it's more like celebrate 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 and so what does it feel like when you literally celebrate? your partner for who they are each and every single day. And again, it just continues to uplift. Like I, I've said this to my partner and, and again, like put your seatbelt on. It's going to get, it's going to get gushy, mushy. I don't know what the word is here. Um, but anyways, uh, I, I say this to them every now and then where I'm just like, you know, like we'll, we'll spend time together and I'll just be like, yep. Like I just like fell in love with you a little bit more today. Like just like, like literally just a little bit more today. And why do I say that? Like, I'm not making that up. It's because I got to see a little bit more of them. I got to meet a little bit more of them. Every single day you go through these experiences. It's not like, it's just like you're just the same person and then that's it. You know, it's like every single day, you know, we'll have a new conversation and and I'll learn something new about them. We'll go through an experience. I'll see another side of them or something like that. Or I'll be proud of them or they'll skateboard down their first hill or something like that. Like in that TikTok video, that's literally them going down their first hill on a skateboard and stuff like that. All these like little like cute moments and stuff. Um, But again, you know, little things like that, when you really just allow yourself to be again, like in this place where you're open to kind of like seeing it from that perspective, it's incredibly powerful it's incredibly transformational it's such a sacred gift and and again you know i i cherish that gift and and i just do my best to be able to honor it each and every day without ever taking it for granted you know that's a big part uh, of the lesson as well but yeah I, I hope that idea of again kind of what i said where it's Instead of thinking of it as like you versus your partner, think of it as you and your partner versus the situation when it comes to arguments. And then again, that idea of like, what would it feel like to really celebrate and worship another person um, each and every single day, you know, to kind of like really bring it to that, like next degree of consciousness and stuff like that. What does that feel like? What does that look like sort of thing? So anyways, um, who wants to jump in next? Danny, did you want to go? I just know you haven't said anything in a while. I'm not trying to put you on the spot or anything like that, no? Okay um anybody else want to jump in well I'll, I'll say here we'll get we're going to get close to wrapping it up so that we're in like the last home stretch so even if there's any sort of like closing thoughts that you guys want to add that's totally fine i don't want us to i, I mean i'm sure we could stick around for like 10 hours talking about this just swapping stories but uh we will we'll wrap it up literally within probably the next 25 minutes so um felicia is your hand up is that yes okay all right felicia i'll pass it over to you when you're ready felicia go right ahead
7: Ah, okay um I don't really know how to figure out the the words to kind of lead into it, but something that came to me and something during all of that uh chat uh during the past little bit, especially the past few minutes um and something I wanna definitely share um uh and i uh picked up the the crystal just a moment ago the one uh one crystal I have that belonged to the late friend I keep talking about and uh they're just these things keep hitting home with and I just want to share a memory with y'all that that like I just related to the last little bit about um and like again I don't really know how to word the how to tie it all together but either way I think y'all would still appreciate this little uh story and tidbit how I I'll never forget how for years I I was told that uh people love that I talked a lot and this that the other thing and and then all of a sudden when I had like Uh, middle school and I was a teenager and people would like hate me for it and uh, like stop talking to me or just like make fun of me all sorts of stuff and I'll never forget that this person and this was like oh man like a month after I met him like 10 years ago sitting on his dad's porch and him sitting there and I was talking and I was apologizing for talking too much and it's a small thing but it's this moment that like I can remember every detail of and it hasn't left me and it's like healed me more and more throughout time of him telling me like you know in a lo- like yelling at me in a loving way to stop apologizing for talking so much or talking too much and he just told me how much he loved to hear me talk and I'm like who are you what's going on here like um it was just this like so simple but such a transformative thing both then and then even more so as the years went on and then like even more so like as time goes on after he passed and you know tying into the whole spirit guide bit with him and you know greater destiny path and it's something that sometimes I can go on specific things about but when we're talking about both this subjects and anything like that it's kind of hard to Not ramble about it. I don't know, and I'm just I'm uh, really grateful for all your patience with that, Um, with both my mind space lately and my particular um, way that dealing with that makes it even like more scattered. Especially because I haven't been able to deal with the grief as I know I, you know, would be more healthy. But you know, not always having that space, it's hard and. Uh, I'll leave I'll leave y'all with this one, um, and I actually made one specifically in his honor, which is really cool. Uh, and actually, I should share this with the team chat on the Discord. Um, that would be really awesome. It's called the Unilome, I don't know if anyone's heard of that, um, and it's uh, like uh, I believe a Buddhist thing, uh, like a symbol where it, it basically it. Uh, depending on which way you talk about it, symbolizes that the path to whether it be grief or enlightenment isn't straight. <clears throat> Pardon me, <clears throat> it's not straight and it's it's swirly. Sometimes it's straight for a while and then you zig and you zag, and that path is never just one straight line. Um, and yeah, I think I'll leave that there and uh, just 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 shoot love lasers at all of you. <laughs> Mwah.
0: thank you thank you felicia love lovely
7: crystal shooting up. love laser yes love, love lasers are on
0: target pew, pew, So, <laughs> beautiful awesome thank you felicia awesome all right team um again anybody else just want to go next give me uh put your hands up in the air and um we'll put. is that actually yeah okay all right actually go right ahead
2: um i just wanted to mention um that how do i put this That in some situations where we feel like we've developed healthy patterns and healthy relationships and a sort of balanced dynamic, it's okay to get to a point um, where sometimes, like, love isn't enough. In that regard, I mean that your life paths start to go different ways. Maybe you realize that you're highest of values and morals actually maybe don't match up in the way that you want or you desire and that maybe as you develop as a person certain attributes of life's and values come become more important and vital to a relationship that you need and perhaps you may try and cultivate it and there's some times where there's so much love and Still, things don't stay forever. And um, sorry, it's because I'm on YouTube as well. Oh. Um, and that's a, I was like, I was hearing myself echo. And, and like, that's okay. Cause I remember all the time being young and confused, like, but I'm in love. Like, how could this not work out? This, I'm in love. This is supposed to be forever. And sometimes people, Enter our lives for just a period of, of time to serve in that love and to give us something that we need in that moment. But that doesn't mean it's going to last forever. And being able to make peace with that, um, it can be a hard process. But just acknowledging that sometimes that occurs, it's 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 okay, and and you'll be okay. Yeah.
0: Beautiful. Well said, Ashley. Absolutely cool. I'll just um. Adding off that, I'm going to just go back to a quick little story that I had to share from a, a lesson that I've learned. And, and then again, um, somebody just put their hand up if they want to go next and we'll pass it over to you. What I was going to say is um, in terms of uh, I'll, I'll share this first. There's there one relationship that I had and uh, the, the breakup on it was um, very, very educational in various different degrees. Um, one of the things that I learned through that relationship was this idea that sometimes you will not always receive closure. Um, and that's something that you kind of, you, you have to almost learn to bite that bullet. It's not really a fun thing, but at the same time you kind of have to be able to accept it. Um, and so in this relationship, it was basically uh, something where um, the partner basically just kind of like said one day, it was just like, okay, like rides over relationship is done like we're not together anymore and it was very much kind of like this you know like whoa like a little bit of a shock to it um and then at the same time there wasn't really uh like a post-action report you know it was just kind of like like can i like can you tell me why um sort of thing and and they they were just kind of you know like very quiet about it um and then in the past you know a past version of myself probably would have been like you know, like really bothered by that. And it would have kept messaging them when I shouldn't have messaged them and stuff like that. And, and instead at that point, I just kind of had to really just kind of like respect where they were at and then understand that if there was more that they wanted to tell me that they would tell me, but at the same time, just to kind of like honor, them for being where they are and then out of that i learned this again this this idea of like whoa you know like i really value the idea of like people being able to like communicate their emotions really clearly and so there's a little bit of a separation between the maturity of us Um, where they were just at a point where, you know, like communicating their emotions was just not something that they were too familiar with. And and we had actually talked about this in previously. It wasn't something that I was assuming, like it was literally something where they're like, yeah, you know, like I have a hard time communicating my emotions. Um, And so being understanding of that, again, it was kind of like this lesson where I didn't really get like the full you know, vision of why the relationship fully, fully ended, um, it kind of came down like way later. It almost came like, you know, like half a year later, so to speak. But even still within that process of heartbreak, that was one of the most transformational things um, that I went through. And it took support, you know, like I had, a, I had a friend who I was able to talk to on the phone and he was a few years older and he kind of gave me some advice. Um, and in that moment of kind of going through the heartbreak, it was this very powerful opportunity to be able to teach myself how to be able to heal in that moment. And one of the best things that I can recommend for healing through heartbreak is obviously, you know, to be able to like feel the feels and kind of like sit with things, but then a big part of it is actually like the physical movement, like as silly as that sounds, like that feeling of actual like heartbreak, that like chakra implosion feeling and stuff like that if you just sit there like it just kind of festers and for those people who have, you know we've all gone through heartbreak you you know what that feeling is it's actually physical it's actually visceral and so that's where like when I was feeling myself you know I get into those moments where like my shoulders would hunch and I would just kind of like physically just kind of like lean over and stuff like that I would literally have to remind myself to kind of like open up my chest literally like you know change my posture literally go for a walk focus on exercising and things like that and it really Really brought me into this new level of mindfulness even in relation to my breath like a, like that was one of the things he was telling me he was like he was like your breath will guide you your breath will guide you through anything right and so in this circumstance it really just was this opportunity if i have two choices you know like i can sit and just kind of fester um for as long as i want or i can kind of extract the lessons that i need to and then start focusing on kind of like healing myself and moving towards the future type thing and it really was with this perspective and and this was again something that he was kind of teaching me where basically again you know and i say this for everyone where it's like when you go through those relationships sometimes it can feel where you're just like You're holding on to the past and you're just like, oh, I thought that was the one, that was gonna be great. And now you go through this grief process of like, you know, like the future that you once thought was before you is suddenly not there. And that's very challenging to deal with. But at the same time, the other perspective was this idea of understanding that there's like, literally a party with your name on it, like in the future. And the best thing that you can do is, what I was talking about earlier, is to literally like work on yourself to quote unquote, raise your vibration to take care of yourself. And then like, as you do this, like that, you will arrive, like ready for that party. You will arrive at that next circumstance. You will arrive uh, at those gifts. Um, so again, it's kind of going back to this idea that, you know, inherently the, the experiences themselves, are, they're, they're neutral. They're not necessarily good or bad. It's how you choose to see it. And I think when you evolve through relationships and stuff like that over time, Whereas in the past, you know, a certain heartbreak, it might have been something that you, you were kind of like in there for like months and months and months. And that's understandable and no shame. But I think as you kind of get, uh, gain experience, at least for myself, eventually, you know, like for me, like that heartbreak, I was kind of like transitioning out of it. And it only like, I would say, you know, maybe like a few weeks, uh, which is pretty good. All, all things considered for me to kind of like get back onto my course, so to speak or whatever um and to really start moving forward and this is the, the other part of the story and i'll just share this here and, and again somebody put their hand up for whoever wants to talk next um but again we'll get okay Dan, daniel we'll get close to wrapping it up the big lesson for me actually came um a little bit after our relationship ended so our relationship ended and then not long afterwards um they actually started dating a close friend of mine um and later on like literally maybe just like a month later so to speak uh like after we had broken up um there was this dance event that was happening in our city and in my mind i like i I knew that they were gonna be there. And then there was a part of my mind that was just like, oh, like, I don't wanna go. Like if, if, the, if they're gonna be there, I don't wanna go because I know if I go, it will make me feel weird. It will be uncomfortable and it'll just be hard. And why would I go there if it's just gonna hurt myself sort of thing. But the other perspective was this, it was understanding that in the midst of that discomfort, that potential discomfort, there was actually a gift. There was a treasure and it was all relative on how I chose to show up to that moment. So what I actually did instead of just kind of reacting on my impulse of like, oh, damn, like I really wanted to go to that party, but if they're going to be there, then I don't want to be there. You know, I'm sure we've all probably had that. Like, I don't want to be hanging out with my ex while they watch them like make out with their new boyfriend or girlfriend. Like, that's like not a fun feeling at all. But then at the same time, I was kind of going through this process where it was like, you know what? I'm gonna go to this dance party and I'm not going there for them. I'm going there for me. Like I'm literally going there for me regardless. And maybe they won't even show up. I don't even know, right? But then I went there and I literally just kind of like started dancing. And I literally, I just showed up on my own, right? And I just like started dancing and I was just kind of like minding my own business. And then eventually, like, they actually showed up and then, like, instead of, like, an old version of me and being like, oh, fuck, like, oh, no, just, uh, and, like, and then, like, running out of the, the, the club or something like that, instead, I just allowed myself to really bring myself to this place where I'm, like, again, kind of going back to that deep love that I was talking about earlier where I was just lit- legitimately, I was just like, yo, like, I'm happy for both of you. I'm happy for both of you. And I'm able to be happy for both of you because I know in my mind, my journey is still continuing. You know, like I'm not looking back to the past. I'm actually looking forward to the future. So yeah, I might reminisce a little bit and remember the good old days when her and I used to be together and everything like that. But at the same time, it's really honoring the fact that both of these people are still my friends. And ultimately I want the both the best for both of them and acknowledging the fact that like they made a good couple. And if anything, they made a better couple than me and her sort of thing. And so literally the night kind of continued and it literally involved us like dancing together and like the three of us dancing together and and it was again it was just like three friends dancing on the dance floor and i think honestly from what i've experienced one of the most transfer ways to be able to get over heartbreak is to be able to like get on the dance floor with your past partner and possibly their new partner and something like that, where it's not about the relationship. It's literally like, yo, like we're just humans on a dance floor and we're just, you know, souls on a journey. And when you can really approach it from this level, it was incredibly healing, incredibly transformational. And I was so proud of myself to be able to do that. Cause again, the impulse in me was to completely avoid that situation because it was difficult because it was uncomfortable, but I felt face the uncomfortableness. I went into it with intention. I went into it because I was doing it for myself and it actually became this very liberating and healing experience. And then out of that, the the ending, the night kind of ended with like me and them just kind of like, uh, we were out front for a little bit you know just kind of like the one of them uh, the boyfriend was out there just for a cigarette and we were just kind of out there for a little bit and I was like you know I had a few drinks but I was literally just like speaking to that moment and it's just like hey like you guys like I just want to let you know that like I'm really happy for you and I really love you both and they were just like oh like Brendan like that means so much and especially for her right because I think for her like she was actually a little bit worried about my feelings right she was like oh man it's like uh, like you know and she probably like felt like she's like oh man it probably hurts Brendan to be able to see us together but then for me to kind of like like openly just express the fact that I still cared about them and everything like that was like super transformational for all of us literally in that moment where it just kind of like released my like grip on kind of like the past well kind of like just celebrating the future celebrating them as friends um and then again you know kind of like time unfolded and Lo and behold, you know, I'm I'm right where I need to be where I am, even though at the moment, like I thought that, that might have been like, it's weird how in the moment we're in a relationship where we're like, this is the one, this is the one, this is the one. And then in retrospect, it's not the one. And we're just like, oh, okay, it's probably better that it wasn't the one in retrospect. And then you actually find another one. You're like, oh, now universe now i get it now i get it right so it's sometimes it's not until you're out of it that you realize again why it didn't work the way it did because there was something else uh, that was more in alignment for your soul's purpose so to speak but anyways just on that and i'll pass over to danny i encourage you to kind of like find those moments of of self-empowerment where you can step into those difficult situations where you can really see the human in the other person and just support them support them and love them in a in a different way you know to love them in a way that is again just wanting the best for them whether or not that even involves you and when you let go of that you give yourself permission to kind of like really begin to heal in in a very very powerful way so and and i'm grateful for it like i'm a, I'm a better person because i went through that experience and i look back and i'm like yo like i'm proud that i did that like i was really proud that i did that because it wasn't easy but i'm grateful i did it so danny i'll pass it over to you go right ahead
5: Um, somewhat on the same topic, when I went through my awakening soon after I felt this need to text my ex because of I hadn't talked to them pretty much since we broke up. And in that I wanted to forgive them and forgive myself. And I didn't care if they replied or not. I just wanted to put everything out at the table and how I ended my message was saying, you know, I really hope you are loving yourself and I hope that you're giving yourself the support because I had recently found love for myself and support for myself and realizing how transformational that had been in my life and realizing that in that relationship, both of us were in a very unhealthy place. I just wanted what was best for her. And once I could fully express that, I don't know if she necessarily, um, received that in the same way i was giving it but i wanted to at least plant that seed because for me that was a way of showing her that like there was no animosity that i had towards her or myself in that situation i'm very grateful to have been in that and one of the main things that i learned from that relationship is um that you have to be responsible for your own emotional well-being the moment You're telling uh, your partner, you know, like you complete me and I would die without you. I don't know how I'd live without you. You become, again, like dependent on them for your happiness. But when you take accountability for yourself and saying, okay, I'm going to love myself and give myself the emotional support that I can. And then you get to be a bonus. You get to be a person that um, helps me in my growth and helps me express my truth. And we get to, in in a way, practice that together that's when you get to do a lot of positive growth. And even in a situation where it's not healthy, you can, you know, learn for the future what you want to cultivate in another relationship. And so, yeah, it's, it's just interesting because even though um, she didn't necessarily reciprocate that she forgave me or that she forgave herself, it was still a very um, healing moment. And I think I gave her, some information that at least in the future, if she does look at it, she could read what I um, sent her and understand that I was coming from a place of love and a place of support. Whereas in the past, um, I may have had some more selfish actions and just wanting um, her to heal me and her to fix me in a sense. And for me to fix her, like we just wanted to fix each other when that wasn't necessarily what was healthy, but I learned from that situation and I'm really grateful for that.
0: That's awesome. Thank you, thank you, Danny, for sharing. And and again, I think there is something so powerful to be able to have that forgiveness for for ourselves and and for others as well. Um, I'll I'll just say this real quick. And again, we're gonna get close. So again, just kind of like closing thoughts or anything else you guys feel you want to bring to the roundtable, please. Um, we'll pass it over to Erica in a second. One of the things, again, when it comes to relationships that I've learned over the years is sometimes we will go through relationships and we will do things where we'll see sides of ourselves that are not pretty. We will see sides of ourselves where we'll do things and um, it will give us a choice. It will give us a choice to either say like, do you wanna keep doing this or do you wanna change? Do you wanna leave this in the past or do you wanna bring it with you? And so like, I can say like, even from, from my own experience in the past, like there there were times like in my past um, this, this is quite quite a while back in my past and, and I'm literally just sharing this to be able to share like the lessons that I learned from it where I experienced what it was like for my heart to lead me in a place um, where I did not show um, like the utmost virtue of loyalty uh, meaning that there were some actions that were not fully in alignment with the, the promise of loyalty that I had shared with my partner and yet as a result of seeing me show up in that and as a result of me seeing like the ramifications of that and seeing the hurt that it caused i also had to look deeply within myself and now as a result like in retrospect am i glad that, that happened not necessarily but at the same time i am grateful for the lesson and the clarity that i learned from it where basically as a result of that allowed me to to see myself where i'm just like yeah like I'm not doing that again. Like I've I've done that once. I know what it's like. I know what it feels like. And you know, I got it out of my system or something like that. Because sometimes we do, like we literally have to see the shadow part of ourselves to be able to kind of like decide whether or not like we want to bring it with us, so to speak. Um, but then again, moving forward, it's like something where it's like now, it's just like, like the concept of like loyalty and everything like that is like so solidified into my very being, but that would not have happened unless I had experienced the opposite of it. And so I think in times we really have to honor this within ourselves is that we will, as we mature, we will go through relationships. We will do things that aren't pretty. We will do things that are kind of a little shitty. We will do things that are maybe a little bit, again, you know, kind of like selfish or unbalanced and this and this and this and this and this but as long as we're conscious we get the opportunity to be able to learn and if we don't consciously extract the lessons then we're bound to repeat them evidently and so yeah a, a, again i i think it i think it's a powerful thing to be able to to consciously learn uh from the relationships to to the best of our ability and to be able to forgive ourselves as we go um and there's something else i was going to was going to hit upon but I'll, I'll wait for it to come back and i'll pass it to erica now so Erica, if you're ready, we'll pass it over to you. So when you're ready, Erica, go ahead.
9: Okay. Can you all hear me okay? Sounds good? Okay. Um I don't want to talk too much about my my past relationships, but I did recently go through some heartbreak. Um my heart is pounding right now. <laughs> um I tend to fall in love very easily um, and I have tended to be quite intense in relationships. Um, I realized something quite deep about myself recently um, that was rooted in past trauma. Um, I, I tend to get very uh, sexually intense with somebody quickly and it's like if I make a move I get this feeling like it's kind of a now or never type thing and I've not been in relationships that have lasted Um, so I'm not really sure if I've ever really been in a healthy relationship genuinely so right now like I am at a space where, like, I'm just focusing on self-love, healing from this. Like, I I just dated somebody who ghosted me without any explanation. And I had no closure. Told him I was in love with him, um, which scared him away. Um, And so I did what, what Danny did. Uh, send a bunch of messages to him and just had to leave it at that the lesson i learned from that is that sometimes when you love someone it means you just have to totally let them go yep so i'm still working through it. it just i'm in a space where i've been focusing on myself um I also do wanna talk a bit about uh, polyamory. Um, I think if if you're in a, a space where you can be honest and clear direct right from the start, right from the get-go and you are both looking for similar kinds of things, I don't think that there would be such a thing as cheating on someone i know we talked about that before i just i've been making notes so um just wanted to bring that up i hope that makes sense
0: thank you thank you erica for sharing and yeah and, and and again you know just like for everybody here just sending sending everybody here just like so much love and strength for for whatever you need right now because again you know it's it's here for you you're growing through it you're becoming stronger as a result of it stronger and softer at the same time and and again you know at the end of the day the most important mm-hmm. relationship is the relationship that we have with ourselves. so you know like really being yeah. able to develop that each and every day is is the true gift absolutely so no, it's thank you yeah. thank you erica for sharing so cool you're well, welcome awesome Sweet. Well, a- again, team, I appreciate everybody just adding their voice to this conversation and we're going to get close to um, wrapping it up. So anybody just going around like any closing thoughts or anything else that they want to be able to, to bring to the topic. And, and again, you know, like in talking about the dynamics of uh, healthy relationships, is that Felicia waving? Yeah. OK. And, and talking about, again, you know, the dynamics of healthy relationship, like absolutely clear communication, the power of holding space. Um, One of the things that I like is, again, you know, even just like the power of like surprise and stuff like that, like for for your partners and things, you know, just to be able to to kind of like do things in a way that's really showing a reflection of the fact that you've been listening and and you kind of like understand like the little things that they might like and then just finding ways to surprise them or. Anyways, there's so many things to be able to, to do um, within a within a relationship that can just kind of like help it evolve. And, and again, you know, I like to see it as just kind of like two people going on a journey together, two people going on an adventure together and there'll be mountains and there'll be ups and downs. But when you have someone there who, who you know is like someone who shares like a mutual devotion, it's an incredibly powerful thing. and And again, I'm still at a point where even in the midst of my experience I'm still learning and I think that's what relationships bring us they bring us this beautiful gift of being able to learn a little bit more each and every single day both about ourselves about the person about the world about how to be able to to love more deeply each and every single day and and I think that is the journey all of us are on it's just spiritually as humans continuing to learn how to love more deeply and when we love that when we learn how to love deeply we also learn how to share that love with the world as well so and it leads by example felicia i'll pass it over to you and then again we'll just get close to wrapping it up here so felicia when you're ready go right ahead
7: so real uh real quick question because uh i have uh like elephant meet short-term memory uh loss etc do you remember the general subject of what? Uh, oh my God. And now I'm even, I can picture, I could like paint you her face, but I can't remember the name, their name. Um, the person who was just talking. For, um, for Erica? The exact, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Erica. Uh, again, elephant memory meets short-term memory loss. Um, I'm trying to remember the general subject. Cause I had a total, I like to call it Um, maybe, maybe uh, this might help some people. I like to call it a hamster wheel when my brain's going so quickly i completely forget like the main thing i was talking about short-term wise yeah and i had something i wanted to say so bad and then like halfway through yeah i completely forgot what i was trying to say
0: uh i not to summarize for erica no, but um it's okay. it was about uh loving intensely at the start um dealing with a breakup um a person ghosting and then just focusing on being able to move forward from there. That was kind of the gist of it, just to summarize. Was that?
7: I think it might have been me, possibly a more specific thing. I'm so I, I apologize. No um, I got i got so excited. And I'm like, but. um.
0: If you want to take a moment it's to sit a, with it?
7: You know, I don't know. Oh, man. It's one of those things I feel like. Even if I sat with it, I might, like, maybe I'd remember, maybe I won't. But I feel like, like, oh, I I like to go and watch back through the broadcast. I'll watch it and then be like, oh, Um, that's it. And then I'll go and, like, I'll get in the Discord and be like, so, guys, remember when I blanked out? Here's the story. And this is me typing. I I do that sometimes. I'm like, also, I finally made it outside. It stopped raining beautiful there we go I'll, I'll leave you all with that because i can't remember what i was saying okay and, uh, oh maybe you can see my gargoyle nope that's not it uh oh, oh, there, there it is. he is cool see him <laughs> gargoyle my pride flag
0: awesome all right please thank, <laughs> thank you good vibes awesome all right okay well uh a- again we'll just kind of keep uh going here so anybody else who wants to um is ashley yeah okay go ahead ashley and then whoever else is next yeah go for it ashley
2: I don't know why this didn't come to mind before but I'm sure a lot of you have heard of um, the love languages I think it's so incredibly important to understand that we all um, express love differently and if there's not an awareness behind that sometimes it can feel like our partner isn't loving us but truly it's probably just they're not loving us in the way that we desire or want or feel like we need. But there is, um, I feel like there is a shift in perspective when you understand, oh, my partner's not being rude or mean or, or cold or any of those things. This is, this is how they love. And when I can see that, I can be more um, compassionate to that. And if I can remember them all, it's touch, words of affirmation, acts of service, um, gifts, and time spent together and yeah to really getting to know that especially early on in a relationship I think is it's just super super vital to maintain that um dynamic um mine is touch and if someone can't love me like they're holding a baby like it's probably not gonna work and like that's okay and um yeah that's yeah know know your love language and and get to know your partners and they don't match up. That's okay. You can still create a synergistic balance between one another where you figure out how to serve each other's needs in that way.
0: Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great topic. And, and again, for those of you who are looking to, you know, just learn a bit deeper on that. Yeah. Just, just run a Google search on love languages and and you'll find a little bit more about that. And, and it might help you just kind of like understand a little bit more uh, about yourself and I mean, and even for myself, I think that's like something that like I'm still I'm still learning. Like I think for me, like words of affirmation is definitely I mean, I, I, I think it's natural that we kind of like have all of them um, in some ways. But it's just a matter of like which ones we might gravitate more towards. So, again, words of affirmation. So like telling your partner that you support them or, again, like wanting to be able to hear that. Um, That's kind of a thing that I know for like Cancerians where it's just like, oh, just just. Just tell me, just tell me that I'm special or something like that. Just, just, just reaffirm that I exist. That's all, please. That's all I need to hear. Um, But again, you know, acts of service, acts of service could be, you know, like cooking food for them or again, you know, getting them a gift or, you know, like helping them with the chores and the laundry or things like that um physical gifts this is what i was talking about about you know like the idea of like being able to surprise them i love being able to surprise my partner uh especially um one of the things that i made for them was like this beautiful uh this beautiful piece of of art i'll, act- I'll show it to you guys right now just because i think it'll it'll make you go oh one second it's like right here
4: this
0: is uh this is pretty special this is something that um nobody else has seen this other than other than her and me obviously but um here this is this is a picture that I drew, so ah, you can see it's like cute and stuff like that, and it's like literally like kind of like the like the circles, like the red and the blue, and then this is like kind of purple and stuff like that, and it was kind of inspired by like another picture. And then I just kind of like rendered it to kind of like kind of look like us sort of thing. And I've got like an elf ear in there. I don't know if you can see that. That's because I do have an elf ear. but anyways. But yeah, creating like a gift like that. Um, again, you know, like when you when you do something like that, like that's incredibly powerful because it's like you're like encoding your gift into a physical object. And then it like kind of like expresses something that's almost beyond words. Um, and then again, you know, quality time, like quality time I think is, is really important for a lot of people. Some people maybe not so much if they're very busy and everything like that and again i think it's a very special thing to like literally just be with your partner and to be in those moments where you just you're just like talking about nothing just for like hours and hours on end like those moments where you're just like on the phone for five hours just talking like those are the those are great and then of course yeah like physical touch and and for me like absolutely physical touch is also uh, an important one so again i think Understanding that i think each of us kind of like have aspects of all of them but maybe in some ways we might gravitate towards um some more than others and and absolutely just being able to understand maybe the the needs of your partner and stuff and again and i think that's an important thing is even for us as individuals, I think at times we've kind of been conditioned into this idea of thinking that it's wrong for us to be able to express our needs. But I think for a healthy relationship to work, I think it's important to acknowledge what our needs are and to be able to communicate them and to be able to honor, like, again, you know, kind of like where like our like the healthy needs and everything like that. Um, And I know like even in, in the past, like that was something where yeah like that was like an issue that came up in a past relationship where uh it was like a long distance relationship and and my girlfriend was just kind of like in this in in a place where um there was just kind of a little bit of a disconnect and it's like we weren't communicating as well as we could have been and and her needs weren't getting met of literally just kind of like always being there as much as she needed to and everything like that Um, but again just the the process of being able to communicate is the way to be able to like step towards uh, making sure that everybody else is being seen heard felt acknowledged and loved so we'll um again get close to wrapping up here how many we still got everybody here so uh closing thoughts from everybody here and then we'll just finish it off with a little meditation rachel go right ahead
6: Um, yeah, I wanted to, I was actually going to say you already touched on a lot of what I was going to say, um, just in response to Ashley bringing up the love. I, I feel like there, those are the five, but I feel like there, there probably is more outside of that. Like we all, as it's, as it is, like we all love differently. So like, even to like put a box around it and say, you have to subscribe to one or more of these five and that there isn't anything else outside of that. I feel like, um, like we all do have our unique, um, unique experiences and perceptions of things. Um, So um, I think it was important to mention like it's important to have that synergistic relationship where you might not necessarily have the same love language as um, your partner or partners but the idea that you can um, give them the love that they need and that um and receive the love that they're willing to give you and and vice versa. So like being able to give the love that will benefit them while also um receiving the love that they're most able to give. Um so it, it's is kind of like finding that fine line that balance between um the differences you might have. Um I I kind of firmly believe that no matter um, the differences, there's always room for growth and common ground. So, um, even having differences is a a beautiful opportunity to learn new lessons as we were talking about, like every opportunity, every experience is uh, a lesson in some way and whether that relationship is meant to play out, um, long-term, short-term. I mean, I like to just, as I said before, trust in the process, trust that I'm going exactly where I'm meant to go. And, um, trust my gut, trust my feelings. Um, Feelings are big for me. And that was actually um, not to get into too much here again, but that was actually one of the problems in my last relationship was um, being so attached to the idea of loving so much, loving so deeply. I feel like um, Ashley brought this up earlier, actually, too. Um, Like being so attached to the idea of like, I love them unconditionally. I love them so much. And like all of that other stuff doesn't matter, but really like realizing that no matter how much you love someone, if you're not being your best self, if you're not helping each other be your best selves, if you're not happy, then it isn't the relationship for you no matter how much you love them, no matter how much love there is. Um, So for me, it was um, being complacent in my relationship and feeling like, um, like I did have all this love and the love languages was actually a problem for us towards the end where I felt like just Spending time together was enough, and just like having that connection. And I, I wanted touch. And um, at the beginning of the le- relationship, we cuddled all the time. And he kind of withdrew that, um, to- like for the last like year, um, year or two, or well, we were only together for two years. But I feel like the last like year and a half, it was like no more cuddles. And he would always say it was because he was too hot and didn't want to like have me like clinging to him like a little like koala or whatever. Um, <laughs> So, um, so that was an issue for me because I felt like I wasn't getting the physical touch I wanted. And he was very much, um, saying that he was doing all these things for me, giving me rides, giving me things, buying me things and how I wasn't doing anything for him and that I never did anything for him. Um, so that was a big disparity. So I feel like it is very important, very important to, um, be aware of those kinds of things and understand that, um, it is, a, it is a two-way dynamic that it isn't just all about us. It's about the other person, too. Um, so yeah, thank you for bringing up the love, love languages, Ashley. That was really, I think, a really good topic to bring up and really important to touch on in the end here. And um, I guess I'll say good night. Um, rest well, everyone, sweet dreams. It was so great to be here with you all. And I love you all so much. Um, sending so much uh, good vibes, healing vibes, and all the love
0: course (laughs) beautiful awesome thank you rachel all right so again we'll we'll just kind of move through swiftly with uh any closing thoughts passing it over to chris and anybody else who wants to go after that just let me know go ahead
1: yeah so um you know thank you again so much for you know holding this space and you know i think that you know we all like really collectively do that including everyone within the um you know, within the YouTube chat, it's 1133 right now. I don't know, I'm always like looking at the, those numbers, but it's like, it's a, it's a cool um, angel number time. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, you know, like, I feel like we're all kind of collectively holding this container. And even though like, you know, like you're the one who's like, you know, like, um, you know, Cre- you've, you're the one who has created this space, Brendan and everything. I think it's like really important to acknowledge, you know, that everyone within this call, like, you know, on Zoom and everyone within the YouTube chat who has like, you know, joined and has, at any point during this, like, you know, broadcast has like, you know, spread their energy and like, um, you know, like, created the supportive environment you know that this is in the safe space for sharing and it's always such a beautiful um thing to be a part of and to um participate in so you know like i thank you for creating that i thank each and every single one of you for helping to you know co-create this um you know beautiful synergy circle uh dynamic that it, it always is and um yeah so i just wanted to i wanted to actually touch upon just briefly the um the kind of um, idea of the love languages and how it actually relates you know I think with like outside of the relationship the romantic relationship dynamic and you know with my dad for example like you know it's like I like recognize that you know like his like love language like you know for me in a lot of ways is you know like is like when he like goes out of his way to buy me food and stuff like that or when he like will because like he's like a chef and everything and also like how the other example too is uh you know, with, like, him, like, wanting to work on um, my car, like, with me and stuff like that, because, you know, his dad owned, like, an auto body shop, so it was kind of, like, you know, that was, like, his relationship with his dad and stuff like that, so it's kind of, like, you know, being able to bring that, like, me being able to see and understand that that is like his way of trying to make and reach out and form that connection with me and not kind of just rejecting it like because like I just don't really want his help with that like you know because of whatever kind of resentment that I still carry you know like within me so it's like you know being able to see you know I think like and understand like what people's like kind of love languages are like you know is really like a beautiful thing to be able to see because like you know it's like when we can can see that we can kind of like go out of our way to like really like uh you know show up and be present like when they and to receive what they're giving and not just kind of like put up that block that barrier because like you know like it's like allowing that love in that they're really trying to give to us that we may not really be acknowledging so it's like a really important i feel like you know thing to acknowledge and and bring up but yeah I mean that's kind of like all i really wanted to say in the comment about that you know, other than that, you know, this was, this was such a great conversation, you know, I think we covered so many areas about, you know, um, (laughs) healthy relationships, and, like, you know, all, all, all these things, like, about, like, you know, love, and how it extends, you know, far beyond just, like, a simple romance, simple kind of, like, uh, how it's displayed i feel like you know within popular culture and stuff like that you know we really expanded and got like really deep into these concepts and it's so important i feel like to be having these discussions because like you know like the way it is kind of like portrayed within our culture is just kind of like you know like it is this hookup culture where you know it is just kind of really focused on the physical aspect of sex and it's not like you know kind of like we know it's not like really brought up like a lot of these, like, you know, psychological components and like, you know, spiritual, spiritual components, you know, which are, which are like, you know, the other components within relationships and stuff like that. They're that very much so important to be brought up and discussed because those are, uh, you know, like that, that is what the real depth is. Like, you know, it's beyond the physical, you know, it's, uh, more than that always. And, you know, it's like, it's, it always gets down to the underlying energetic, um, situation that is that is playing out you know on the on the on that deeper level so yeah like i thank you again for being a part for um allowing me to be a part of this discussion and i'm happy that i could share some of my insight and perspectives and i honor and see everyone for all they are and you know all that they've contributed um and all of their beautiful light so yeah um sending my love to each and every single one of you and um yeah wishing you a wonderful night
0: awesome awesome thank you thank you again chris as always and yeah again just super grateful for everybody just being here this has been a great conversation went a little bit longer than what was originally anticipated but again it was all it was all said with love it was all said with intention and yeah just thank you so much everybody in the youtube chat for being a part of the discussion as well so um again just closing thoughts for anybody here so for anybody else who wants to jump in just go ahead and put your hand up and we'll pass it over to you in a second so um Anybody want to jump in Felicia? Yeah. 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 Okay. Felicia I'll pass it over to you. Closing thoughts. Go ahead.
7: Um, just wanted to give a little, uh, gratitude and thought of how I kind of touched on this earlier that, uh, of course, you know, first time I'd gotten, a, you know, joined discussion in this way in a couple of years and, uh, and I was all, you know just having you know some some anxiety and nervous about this that the other thing chronic situational and so on and then you know go figure and my uh you know this whole you know the whole group here sorry i'm uh stuttering a bit there um but the whole group uh um just kind of i'm 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 losing my words here i know my thought but I'm not actually losing the train of thought as, as before, um, just helped, uh, the whole group has helped kind of, uh, with all of that. And I was of course, once again, able to talk about many things. Oh, I went back in the chat and people were saying I was well-spoken when I thought I was talk like not saying things like really that, like understandably. And, Oh, man, I started saying this thinking I could uh, be a little more clear. I apologize, y'all. But just lots of gratitude for everybody. um, And uh, I don't know. I don't know how to word the rest of it. I'm just going to, like, shoot gratitude at everyone and close it at that.
0: Awesome. Gratitude. Gratitude fully received. Thank you, Felicia. Beautiful all right okay uh again just passing the talking stick around to anybody else just uh sharing some closing thoughts gratitude before we conclude the broadcast go ahead um anybody uh ashley carly danny or erica it's totally optional i mean i know you guys your gratitude is felt regardless but if you guys have any closing thoughts ashley pass it over to you go ahead
2: Uh, No closing thoughts, really just want to share my gratitude for everyone sharing their vulnerable stories, Um, because obviously this is a topic that can really delve into that, maybe there's still some um, pain and healing that is felt, but you using your voice and sharing it here with all of us is very much um, appreciated and very much seen, so I just want to share that gratitude and send love to you all.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Thank you as well, Ashley, for being here and for everybody here, just holding space together. This has been a great practice. Erica, I'll pass it over to you for any closing thoughts. Go ahead.
9: I just had my hands up because I was sending love to everybody. Oh, okay. Did you want to? And gratitude.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay.
9: Thank you so much for listening. And yeah, I'm I'm continuing to heal. Um, It's all going to be fine.
6: You're welcome.
0: All right. Okay. Uh, Anybody else? Uh, Carly or Danny? Carly? Yeah. Okay. Carly, pass it over to you. Go ahead.
3: I just want to say thank you to Brendan for facilitating this conversation and um, for letting me join the group. Um, This is my first synergy. meeting, and I was like pretty nervous about it, but I feel like I'm really glad that I participated and was able to um, talk to you all about this conversation, and I'm grateful for you all to listen and to hear your stories as well. So thank you, and thank you for um, creating this community for all of us to be together and to share our thoughts and feelings about um topics that are really important for us as a collective so thank you
0: awesome thank you thank you as well carly beautiful yeah and thank you again bonus bonus points to to all the new people who were, were a part of this broadcast for taking that step good job everyone you guys have you've have officially g- gained some experience points and level up so wonderful all right um Danny uh I I know you're you're kind of multitasking but if you wanted a closing thought yeah go ahead Danny when you're ready
5: um again just kind of reiterating what everybody else has said I'm very grateful to be able to talk to you guys other people who are you know as you put it conscious creators I'm the only person in my life currently who has gone through the journey that I'm currently going through so I feel very grateful to be surrounded by um fellow people who are on the same path of self-growth and who are you know advocating for the same things that i want to advocate for so thank you uh brendan especially for holding this space love you guys awesome
0: sweet thank you thank you danny beautiful all right okay so with that said um we're gonna get into the meditation in a second uh there's just one other thing i'll I'll mention and just kind of like my own closing thoughts and, and my own gratitude where again you know like i think I think when it comes to the collective relationship, like when it, when it comes to relationships within the collective, we all have a role to play. And, and I think a big part of that role is also just kind of like looking ahead to the future by generational standards, by being able to understand that, you know, things that we recognize today as being problems within kind of the patterns of how people are approaching relationships um, and and just kind of like, you know, it it has to do a lot with the knowledge of self and and i think the more that people begin to to know thyself in in a very literal way the more they'll begin to understand their worth and then i think when they understand their worth they'll begin to understand how that impacts through the dynamics with their relationship because i think a lot of, a lot of and and again you know i'm always thinking about you know the the younger generations and stuff like that and i look at them and And I think in a lot of ways, they're just kind of being like programmed into this idea where they're very confused about their worth. And sometimes for them, they think that their worth is defined by others admiring them, you know, and that's where you get people where the girls are trying to be popular and the guys are trying to be suave in kind of like a bro way sort of thing. And it's the recognition that they receive and the attention that they get that kind of like helps them understand who they are, but... I think, again, I think it's up to us as individual creators and leaders and influencers for the future generations to help inspire people and remind them of their worth within within their own heart, first and foremost. And that's not something that they need to have someone else validate. And once you kind of like begin to really understand this and really begin to practice this art of self love and really understand their worthiness and how worthy they are of love, then I think naturally over time. Uh, again you know the generations will begin to to reflect that through their the dynamics that we'll see within culture and so i appreciate everybody helping plant the seeds of that through our everyday actions through the content we're creating um because i think we're, we're seeing it we're literally seeing this shift in in you know in the in the younger generations and and i think it's going to continue to shift and and i hope it does you know that way so uh the, what we're acknowledging as as you know the the patterns of trauma and everything like that will begin to break those patterns we will begin to break those cycles and and I hold place in my heart for future generations where, you know, young young men and women can can still get to learn through the experience. But again, the dynamics will be much more much more holistic, much more mindful and, and really just allow them to to just receive the love that they are worthy of and and I and I wish that for each and every single one of us through so kudos to each and every single one of us and and I say that on a collective scale for going through the hard lessons but ultimately those lessons have helped lead us back to the wisdom of our own heart and I think that wisdom is a very powerful gift that that each and every single one of us are here to help share with the world so i thank everyone again for for being here and for helping share the the collective lessons of relationships and love so beautiful with that said let's get into a closing meditation so for everybody here this is just gonna be a very quick one we kind of do this at the end of each uh each little synergy circle so just taking a moment here when you're ready you can you can sit you can stand you can do whatever you need to do when you're ready, gently close your eyes. You can roll your shoulders, straighten up your spine, relax your face. And as you listen to my voice, gently bringing awareness to your breath. And as you breathe here, just bringing ourselves back to that visualization of all of us just sitting in a circle together. And again, you can imagine us like out In the middle of a field or in a yoga studio wherever and just take a moment here to look each person around all around the circle and really just send them gratitude just acknowledge them just really take a moment here to smile at their soul And as we are in this space, just allowing yourself to receive this gift of gratitude from all the other people here in this broadcast. And gently you can put your hands on your heart and really just feeling the love of this family, of this tribe and of this story that we are weaving together. From here, just imagining all of us gently just standing up and kind of walking together and slowly just, if you wish to imagine, all just joining in in a nice big group hug. Very gentle, very gentle. And as we are in this group hug, just add a very gentle sway to your body, just from like left to right or back forth, just a very gentle sway. And this sway is literally just like a reflection of the sway that happens by all of us hugging in this group circle together and so as you're in this space i'm going to stop talking for a moment and just feel the love just feel this present moment and just allow yourself to just be in this space of gratitude so i'm going to stop talking here and just breathe just for a few moments As you feel that collective rhythm of our sway, take a moment here to speak words to all the other people who are here, who are tuned into this broadcast. What do you have to say to them in this moment? And as you're in this space, just allow yourself to hear anything being said back to you and just receive any messages through through your heart in this moment. Beautiful. And so, as we conclude this meditation, you can physically hug yourself. You can wrap your arms around you if you want. Just add a little bit of a sway and you can just squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. Beautiful. And from here, gently just imagine the hug slowly releasing from the group and from here just take another moment to just thank everyone within your heart and slowly we'll bring awareness back to your physical body wiggling your toes wiggling your fingers and gently return your awareness to the space around you beautiful awesome all right good job everyone that was a beautiful synergy circle thank you so much everyone for being a part of it we'll wrap up this broadcast in the next minute so for those of you in the youtube chat thank you so much for joining in for those of you listening into the future thank you as well please feel free to leave your comments share this with your friends join us again on thursday 8 p.m est for our next podcast next week you'll find out what the topic will be earlier in the week Thank you again to our Patreon supporters. Thank you. We actually did get a new Patreon sign up during the broadcast. Thank you to Melanie for signing up on Patreon. So we're currently at 182. So, special thank you to Melanie as well. And a reminder if you've enjoyed this broadcast and you're thinking, hey, I'd love to be on air for a future one, then definitely look into our Patreon to learn more about becoming a leading member within our community where you can join our private community space to join on air for these broadcasts, join our team collaboration periods, and join into the additional private chat and get discounts for the item shop and more so with that said i remind everyone to please be sure to connect to the links of all the creators in this broadcast they are in the youtube info so make sure you refresh the page and find that info and we'll post it into the comments as well and even feel free to send them a message be like yo i saw you on the on the podcast and send them some love and keep connected and keep supporting. And again, for anybody here who hasn't yet, you're welcome to join on air for, or sorry, you're welcome to join our team chat, our discord chat server. And the link for that is in the info as well for YouTube. So with that said, we are going to conclude this broadcast and I just send everyone so much love and just reminding you to keep, to keep remembering that the most important relationship is the one with yourself and, and the one with the universe. And through that relationship, may you continue to deepen your relationship with others as well so for everybody here gently go ahead and join me in unmuting your microphones and we'll send some love to all the people here as we conclude this broadcast so for everybody here go ahead make some noise send some love
9: love (laughs)
0: beautiful go ahead a little bit more a little bit more Awesome. All right. Thank you again, everyone, so much. As always, keep it shifty, and we will see you in the future. Peace and wholeness. thank you to danny leonardo whose music is featured at the beginning and end of this podcast be sure to check out more of danny's work in the youtube info below thank you danny